banana cat. I told my daughter Eloise that she could come over here and say anything she wanted on the podcast. And she wanted to say banana cat. I'm trying to get her into the podcast world, okay? Every time I do this and she's here, I'm always trying to get her to come onto the mic and uh, tell everybody her thoughts and feelings about the world. And that's how she feels right now, dudes. Banana cat. That's it. Okay? Nothing else needs to be said. And that kind of goes along with this episode. Nothing else needs to be said about Mad Dog. That's right. Dave Maddox, the Mad Dog runner from Gaylord. He sat and talked so fast (laughs) that uh, Holly and I could... uh, barely keep up with him just like his running his speaking is the same exact way he uh he's a madman he's a mad dog he's the madman dog runner (laughs) um no but even right before the the podcast holly and i went on like a five mile run with dave and uh i learned a lot from him just in that little bit of a run he really taught us to keep our pace and to kind of shuffle, kind of shuffle your legs instead of, you know, drilling them into the ground because that's how you can really go the distance with running. And Dave has definitely gone the distance with running um, for his age and for the amount of runs that he has ran. It's pretty amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, Mad Dog. Warning. Rep Your Set may contain explicit content not suitable for kids. All content is intended for entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion is advised. We are recording now? Are you going to edit this fucker? (laughs) Probably not, but you got to get the mic right up. Right up here. There we go. There we go. Yeah, one out of 12. Okay. That's good. good. We're in here in Harbor Springs. Uh, It's funny, Harbor Springs. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. So, oh man, we're sitting here with Dave Maddox from Gaylord, Michigan. Where are you from originally, Dave? Ah, originally from a little town called Mason, just south of Lansing. Mason Bulldogs, go fight, win. (laughs) (laughs) Go green and shit, you know? (laughs) So, uh, we just got done doing... How many miles? About five. Five miles. Just over, I think. Yep. Oh, you know what? Um, I'm going to check and see if the fridge is off. And I oh, got to turn yeah. the fan off. Little tiny... Uh, the thing. TV dinners aren't going good yet. They're, they're, yeah, they're not. <laughs> we got to warm them up once. We got to warm them up. Time out. <laughs> okay, while we're warming them up, we're going to watch a fisherman out on Harbor Springs Bay. <laughs> Are we still recording? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. are you, hopefully, you're going to be able to edit this, eh? Hey, you know what we're looking at right now? Rooftops with chimneys going out like you see on, uh, come on, what was that show? Come on, where uh, Holly Goins is running across the rooftops and they oh, throw Mary the bombs. Poppins? No. No, they throw the bombs. <laughs> they, they throw the bombs in the, uh, okay, what was that? That was uh, Taken, Taken 3. Oh, Taken. Yeah, she's running along the rooftop. Throw the bombs out there, Holly or whatever. What was her name? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I actually but, don't think I've seen Yeah, it. she was barefoot too, man. She was rocking. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, Mason, Michigan. Go fight win. Okay. What else is going on? I graduated in 1971. I actually graduated. Yep. I went to Lansing Community College for about uh, two semesters, got married, and worked my butt off in a tire. Am I supposed to keep talking like this, Eric? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> worked my butt off in a tire factory for about uh, seven, eight years. Made a whole bunch of money for being in the 70s. I sorted semi-tires for 10 years, 136-pound truck tires. Maybe that's why I can run a long ways now. I did that uh, piecework, throwing 136-pound truck tires around, and I worked uh, about 100 hours a week. I saved up a whole lot of money, and I quit everything, and I come up to Gaylord, Michigan, out in the middle of the woods and built my own house. I had a uh, lumber company throw me a whole bunch of sticks on the ground. I didn't have any power, and I had a hammer and nails, and I went to town and built my own house back in the 80s, okay? Believe it or not, I did that with a handsaw and hammer and all that kind of junk. Wow. Drilled my own well. Uh, we washed the kids in a well, and... Uh, all that kind of stuff. So we've had a little bit of a good time. Didn't have electricity for about five years. I cut all my wood with an axe for five or six years, believe it or not, 15 quarter year, uh, all that kind of stuff, whatever. And maybe that's why I can run a little bit. I have I have a little <laughs> bit of determination. I am a little bit, uh, I am a Chippewa Indian, believe it or not, and uh, whatever. I believe in my ways and the hardcore work uh, gains everything. Uh, never quit at anything. Uh, you get for moving forward whatever maybe that's why i can run i'm sorry i keep talking eric go <laughs> <laughs> no this is exactly what i was hoping that you would be doing okay here yeah. we go here we go i can keep on going man here so we go how many kids do you have i have uh two kids i have two kids sam and amy uh my boy is almost 50 right now and uh he works over in traverse city right now as a contractor my daughter is uh <laughs> come on now about 45 something like that has got uh four babies i've got six grandbabies and oh, three wow great grandbabies wow. okay believe it or not and i still run are you believing that shit isn't that cool <laughs> that's kind of awesome isn't it? Yeah, you know, we have a lot of fun so so what did you do when you when you moved up here and you built the house what were you doing for work also during that time or were you financially set because you no hell no hell no what i did is i worked my ass off in jackson michigan and what i did is uh believe it or not uh me and my bride love her to death we've been married 40 years now and uh and uh, we came up here and we spent every dime on the materials for the house and uh, to get done. And I finally uh, sold my uh, speedboat that I had downstate for a septic tank at Drainfield for my house. And uh, before I got a job up here, I started, uh, I worked at uh, Big Boy Restaurant. As a matter of fact, it's a cook just to keep us going a little bit. We had a wood stove and, uh, you know, I cut all my wood and whatever got developed and stuff. And I finally got into uh uh, knowing a little bit of contracting business, I worked for seven years. I got applied for a job into a, a little uh, nailing company. I sold nails and pneumatic tools on the road for five years and drank a lot of beer, a lot of, a lot of beer and did a lot of crazy stuff. I, got in, I never got in trouble, trouble. I have been uh, kicked out of Canada for life <laughs> and uh that everybody thinks that's a joke that's a true story i did run customs at 110 miles an hour through the gate and uh they didn't like that too well so oh that's when i was 18 so and that actually happened so uh, uh you, you, what you were drunk 
Yeah, I had a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of beers and went to uh, the gate there down in customs and the judge there at one o'clock in the morning didn't like me too well. So uh, as a matter of fact, he made me sign a piece of paper that I'd never enter Canada again. So <laughs> that's when I was 18. And you so, haven't been back since? Oh yeah, then? I went, oh, yeah. believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, that same night I went back, we were going across the bridge and I went through the tunnel the same night, drunk or now. Excuse me, but that's what I did. That's what happened when I was in Vietnam times in the 80s that's what i did but uh that was early in my times. but uh when i came up north here with my bride there and started making my house we uh i worked at big boy restaurant to uh, just try and get make ends meet we wanted to live out in the middle of the woods and get away from a lot of things and wow. be in the natural environment uh I ate a lot of fish uh shot a lot of deer uh yep and that's the way we lived for a long time and uh well i drank a lot of booze and stuff like that i got in trouble with uh drinking i drank more than anybody could even imagine on a saturday morning i could put away 12 bottles of wine it's kind of sad at least 12 bottles of wine before noon and i'd go to the store and get more Mm. okay so uh, i got in health problems uh of course eventually you know and i I could drink an alliance football game i could drink three-fifths of whiskey right out of the bottle so uh yeah it made it a little bit rough my wife didn't like that too well as a matter of fact mm. you know you know which i don't blame her at all so yeah i got in trouble health wise and i uh how can you say this i bled out my bottom for two years and i thought something might be wrong <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so, so am i talking too much no or? no 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 am but I, I talking too much no, <laughs> no but th- there's a lot of these things that i want to go deeper into yeah and okay I, go okay I, I shut up now no okay. <laughs> I, you know i'm ocd that's what my wife said is that what you call that ocd yeah i would say so right like, yeah uh, just a little bit or eight yeah acd no. ACDC? <laughs> ACDC, I'm a little bit uh, off Stones, on the head. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, what did you want to ask me, sir? <laughs> well, um, so so we just completed a run, which was how, how long? Four, five, four, five yeah, miles, yep. yeah. And uh, when we, we, so we stopped at the top of uh, the hill, the overlook of old the Old Baldy Trail is what it's called. Um, and that's when you had told me that you were bleeding out of your bottom um, but you didn't say two years. Yeah, I was bleeding out my two years. So rectal area <laughs> <laughs> for two years, and I thought there might be a little issue here. And you're drinking three fifths a day in that era, right? Or, yeah, something like that. Right, right, yeah, something like that. And you just were like, and this is when I was about, you know, up till I was around 38, 39 years old. Damn. Mm. Okay, yeah, and I could believe it or not, I could physically function doing that too wow yeah and i didn't you know nobody would even know that i'd do that but i'd be i could you know i hate to say this but you do get to the point where you just black out and don't know where you've been for the last two days yeah it so like uh, i could drive in dysfunction and uh don't know what i and then i just all of a sudden go hey what did i do <laughs> man where have i been dude right so uh yeah it's kind of crazy i did wake up one time and <laughs> I could tell you a whole lot of stories that are horror. So one, one story. Here we go. Okay, I okay. didn't wake up. I was in Lansing. I drank three-fifths of cognac, and uh, I was in a bar, and I woke up into a guy's house. Okay? You woke uh, up in a stranger's house? Or? Yeah, I walked across the street in the bar, and uh, 
walked into his house and fell asleep in his spare bedroom and hung my coat and shit up in his closet. Okay? I woke up with a double barrel in my mouth. So that kind of stuff is not fun. Okay? You think it's fun to get all drunk and stuff? I don't do it at all anymore. I have No, I haven't found whatever. Yeah, I found the man up above and all that kind of stuff. But I tell you, you know, it just, I love my life right now. Every day is so precious. I get up every morning at five in the morning. I look at the sunshine and I, oh my lord you know and when i got wasted all them years and stuff it just said uh no <laughs> it's, a, it's a joke it's a joke people you know you can go out and, right now the people i see you know that are getting wasted or stuff like that that's yeah, fine you know my wife is worried that i'll hit it once in a while again but no way in hell how no. long has it been it's been 32 years 32 years okay the doctor told me when i went in there when the, well i tell you i haven't even started that story yet but go ahead um, <laughs> well, no, so I can go, Holly. I can go on so, forever. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> okay, so 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 you're in your your, your mid late thirties. You're you're bleeding rectally, and you're rectally and, and, and you're not your ass, man. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to keep it as <laughs> okay. Rectally. No, no, no. You, you were bleeding out your ass, out my anus for okay? for two years. Yeah. At least two years, okay. And then... Yeah, you think it's a joke? No, it wasn't a joke, guys. But then you got to a point where you had to go to the hospital, right? Yeah, I went to the doctor, and yeah, I went to the hospital because I was all doubled over. I was all doubled over, and something was wrong. And I knew something was wrong anyway, but, you know, when you find out stuff like that goes on, you don't want to really say anything. When people have problems, physical problems, they, you know, especially men, they, you know, they say, well, you know, we'll let her slide. You know, I went in there, and what he did was check out, he had an ultrasound, sound and I'll never forget it uh, he was looking at my guts you know and I couldn't straighten out uh, I was all bent over and he found I had diverticulitis and I had a bad uh, swollen whatever gut intestines you know and mm-hmm. uh, and he kept on he was just looking around and he goes whoa I said, what the hell are you talking about? Whoa. He uh, moved it up a little bit. And he says, uh, Dave, how much do you drink? And I says, well, I've had a couple of beers. <laughs> and he looked at my, and he said, come here and look at this. And it was a TV screen in front of me. And I seen, he said, do they see what that is? And I said, yeah. And he says, uh, it's called the liver. And I said, okay. And he said, see them scars and shit all over it? And I said, yeah. And he says, well, them are burn marks, dude. You fried your liver. Your liver is is frying bad he says uh you got about six months dude unless you put some shit away immediately wow. so uh he said do you smoke and i said yeah and i was about 300 pounds something like that and i was real heavy and i smoked and i you know drank a hell of a lot no bo- drugs no no i never really did too much of that no but that food, didn't food cigarettes and and drinking oh like yeah food cigarettes and drinking bad 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, bad 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 so uh he told me what was going on so i got out of the hospital or out of the doctor's office and he told me to straighten up or i'll be dead so i didn't like that news so you know i said well i want to see my grandkids and stuff like that which i had only a couple of them at that time and uh i went home and looked at my bride and i said hang with me baby so uh she did love her to death still you know and uh that's when I was about 40 years old. I put my pack of cigarettes in my front pocket and it stayed there for a year. And uh, and you didn't smoke or you did? No, I didn't. No. And uh, it stayed there for about a year. And uh, yeah, it was real hard. And, uh, and I stopped drinking immediately then. I quit eating any fast food whatsoever. I only uh, drank water. Uh, I had, you might as well say, lettuce for a year. Uh, 
yeah, I lost about 125 pounds and uh, I lost about, I don't know, 60 pounds in three months or something like that. Wow. And, uh, and I called my brother up that same day though, before I started losing that weight, I asked him, I says, Jim, you know, which is almost a doctor. He's a great friend of mine, including my brother. And I said, what do I do? You know, what am I going to do? I need to do something, some kind of exercise. And he said, you got to make sure to do something that you'll do every day and be consistent at it and just don't ever quit. So all just for the hell of it and he said he said do the hardest thing there is to do and I says I hate running like a passion man and he (laughs) says he says get your ass on a treadmill and start walking so what my wife let me do she let me didn't let me whatever we agree on everything we don't let each other do anything i'm sorry because uh Mm. letting is a bad word uh (laughs) you know we just agree if we disagree we talk about something and then we figure it out from there you don't let somebody do something i hate that word but uh, i got a special room in my house right now that i dedicate to my running and what i did was that i got a treadmill in my room in my special room and I put a giant mirror on one wall and I started walking on that treadmill for three or four months and then I took my clothes off you might as well say in that mirror and I wanted to see my fat jiggle around and look at it and say you fat son of a bitch do something about this you, you know? fat shamed yourself yeah I fat shamed myself and you know no I wasn't naked I had skivvies on okay you know and I listen to rock and roll I always listen to rock and roll you know and I started and I got to the point after six months where I could slow jog uh, you know from a walk and it, it finally developed and uh, you know and my brother talked me into running my first 5k down in a little town called Mason uh, back in uh, 92 I think it was so uh, and he told me I said I don't want to be last that's all just don't let me be last and he says I'll guarantee you if you and I'll never forget this he said if you ever run 30 minutes uh, you won't be last so I worked to do a 30 minute 5k and I did that down there and so on Go ahead, Eric. I'm sorry. I'm talking forever. I'm sorry. I, this no, is perfect. No, am I perfect. doing too much? No. no this, you're doing the exact. <laughs> this is why you're here. <laughs> okay. This, yeah, yeah. No, you're, you're doing perfect. You're doing, you're just telling your story. And, and yeah, that, that. Yeah. Well, like. This is a long form, you know, podcast. So. I, you know, uh, hopefully I'm not boring anybody out no. there in TV land. That's what I call it in TV land. But I love my life right now. I developed something that uh, I can't believe that I've done, you know, and what I've done, I've been honored so many times, just so many times in this running community I've never been fast never been fast uh, I finish usually my age group a lot of people talk about age groups seven out of ten maybe something like that I don't know it, it, if I'm last it's fine if I'm first it's fine I don't care I just have fun all the time you always got to have a smile on your face with a positive attitude there's too much negativity in this world and I've believed in this for the last 30 years you know you just think positive I've been doing this stuff for a little over 30 years now and I just turned uh, last year and I've quit keeping track I ran over I've ran over 40,000 miles now and I've uh, been in over 500 races I've ran over 120 half marathons Um, but uh, going back to the start there when you start running your 5k's and you figure out you know any runner out there is gonna okay run fast and you find out how fast you can go and then you go as burning as fast as you can and i ran like a certain time 24 2405 20 and runners know what i'm talking about at a 5k you know i'm i'm breaking within five seconds for the last 
50 races or so and I thought you know I'm done with this you know I can't get any faster let me go up to a 10k which is a six miler and what you do is you try and figure out how to get to that next level how do you get to five or four or five miles and I figure I broke it down I always broke down the distances when I go higher distances I break them down to uh you know okay then I'll run four miles and then I'll walk a half mile and then I'll jog the other two miles let's see how that goes and then you continue on and then you finally get to you're doing six miles okay and then you finally well I wonder if I can do that 10 miles you know that's the next step of the track you know that's crazy 10 miles me you know fat ass me but I did lose over 100 pounds there so um I was doing okay you know but I got too skinny at one point you got to be careful about that I lost Mm. over 100 I went down to a guy you know guys don't weigh 150 pounds and that's what I did you know I went down to about a 26 waist believe it or not from a 38 and uh you know when you lose that much weight you lose a lot of energy too so you gotta you gotta start eating you know better than lettuce and stuff you know and I learned quite a bit about food uh not that I'm I love sugar yet yeah I still do but I've ran so many races and then you slowly develop and uh you run a 10 miler and then you run a half marathon and you try and figure out the biggest jump is not a 25k but to going up to a marathon that is a huge jump it's almost double the distance it is double the distance excuse mm-hmm. me but uh you try and figure out a way and uh, you know i was uh i started doing this stuff when i was 40 when i was about 48 i thought maybe i could you know attempt a marathon maybe i could try this stuff after doing all this kind of junk and uh in the meantime uh let's see uh, you know uh my brother was all excited for me and all that kind of stuff because he ran races before and uh you know, uh, so I got signed up for the Detroit Marathon. I broke it down. You know, I say, if and you run 15 miles, and you know, if I can break two hours and 45 minutes, then if I walk a mile, if I can do this, I can get up to mile 22, and if I limp through that, I can get to 24. And and you know, you figure out the miles and you figure out the calcate, uh, whatever. You know what you can do. And uh, my first marathon, I ran a 436 which uh, a lot of people don't know what that is, but a 436, I'll never forget that crossing the finish line. And I was in tears and I sat down and everybody hugged me, you know, over one of them. What's a 436? So like- A 436. A 436 is probably about, what was that? Come on, Dave, don't be stupid now. That's about a, about a 1030 pace, something like that for 26 miles. Wow. wow. That's so fast. that's what I did my first one. And then I thought, well, I'm going to do another one just to see if and I wasn't stoned when I was doing it, you know, to make sure I was still there doing it. So that's when I went to Chicago and I did that one and I did a 440, which is about, you know, that's about uh, 1130, something like that, 1135. And uh, then I thought, well, let's try and run a fast one. <laughs> okay, so I trained hardcore and I went over to Traverse City, ran to Bayshore. Uh, I ran a 412, which is uh, about a 9.35 or something like that. Okay, oh, marathon. And then I I trained some, I've ran marathons all over the place. I flew out to uh, me and my bride. You know, I started to fly all over the place trying to break four hours. Four hours was a big goal for me, a big goal, which I never achieved. In a marathon. In a marathon. Four hours in a marathon, I never achieved it, still haven't achieved it. Uh, I've finally conceded that I'll never achieve it. Uh, That isn't Boston qualifying. No, I've never come close to qualifying for Boston. You gotta qualify if you didn't know that. Uh, get into Boston the marathon. Boston marathon or? yeah you have to qualify in a marathon to uh, be invited to that race and uh, mm-hmm. you got to be fast that's all there is to it you got to be fast I could n- never do that right now um, even at 
almost 70 years old you can't no that wouldn't even be close i'd have to run you know faster than i ever have when i was 50 so mm. uh yeah it's just that tough uh runners that run that boston marathon are that fast but uh do i have a blast i have a blast i i came up to and i'll never forget all the kids were there and i'm almost in tears right now all the kids were there i'm at uh okay here i am i'm running my marathon and i'm booking man i'm really going you know how you feel great yeah. you feel great you're cruising man i'm on cruise control i'm hitting mile 20 20. Okay, I hit mile 20 and I was right at three hours. I looked at my watch three hours in and I thought, I only got six miles to go, man. And I can do this in an hour, which is a 9.30 pace cakewalk. Man, I hit mile 23 and I did a 14 minute mile, dude. I was toast. <laughs> and I thought I had it. I thought I had it, you know, and I didn't do it. I did a 4.08, which is close to what I was going to do. Um, well, needless to say, after I really come real close, I went to the Air Force Marathon. I come close there. I did a 410 in the Air Force Marathon, which is uh, a little over 10s, you know. And uh, then I started, I said, well, forget it. Okay, so now I'm going to start traveling. Me and my bride got on a plane. I went to Las Vegas. I ran around Lake Tahoe, which is insane, you know, 10,000 mm-hmm. foot elevation. You talk oh about God. hills, you ain't seen nothing. You know, uh, that was tough. Uh, I, we've went all over the place and uh you know and i'm real happy for my wife you know she's followed me for 25 years to almost every race with that bell and i couldn't have done anything without my girls you know uh, she was there with the bell all the time you know over well over 300 races my wife was with me and now uh she said dave can i stay home <laughs> so uh yeah she, you know uh sitting there you know somebody sits there that is a backup supply for you is uh, god blesses you know whatever and uh yeah you sit because they have to sit there in a marathon you're talking if you're a slow guy like me you're talking at least four hours five hours you're sitting there waiting for somebody to finish and in tennessee when i did that I've traveled all over. Okay, I did the Nashville Country Music Marathon, and I never broke, uh, never went over like four hours and 30 minutes, 35 minutes, something like that. Never did that. And this was about my 15th marathon. And I started running that. And, uh, you know, it was in April, the 1st of April, uh, the Nashville Country Music Marathon. And I started running that. And uh, about mile 13, my legs totally cramped up. I was running in snow in Gaylord. I went down there in the gun at the gun at you know like six o'clock in the morning was uh 75 degrees it got to you know 85 at nine o'clock in the morning and i totally cramped up i went into a first aid tent i go on forever am i going too much no 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 (laughs) okay i went into a first aid tent and what happened was that they said uh, the aid station said they got to pull me off and uh and I, no, I'm not going to be pulled off. I said, I told him, I said, you got a couple of ACE wraps. And this was at mile 13. And they had some real big, heavy ACE wraps. And all the way up from my groin to my ankles, I wrapped as tight as I could on both legs. And I stiff-legged for 13 miles. Okay, I did 17-minute miles until I finished. And I was coming in. My wife was almost in tears at the finish line. She said, where the hell you been? I said, honey, I'm doing the best I can. Oh, no. You know, it was bad. She, it was, she was upset for, for having to oh, 
oh for yeah so long? she she was crying because she thought that i was really hurt oh okay and you know because i was an hour longer than any other time so Ooh, okay yeah, yeah. so she's just sitting there waiting yeah with no clue. well yeah with no clue but you know incidents like that can happen all the time in any race you can get your fastest guy out there and bonk in three miles you know you can anything can happen at any time uh you know your slower guy can kick in for some odd reason you know the man up above did something to uh, for us that uh, our bodies are capable of unbelievable things that my fat butt there finally you know finally got to do something but i've been honored so many times i've flown all over the world doing races all over the world and uh I've done so many around here. Uh, a couple of them. I've seen some bad things happen. People talk about wearing uh, ear. I'm totally against wearing ear protect or microphone. Whatever. Come on, spe- e- e- earbuds. Earbuds. Yeah. Headphones. You, yeah. Don't wear headphones. No. I've seen twice now. A guy in Grand Rapids at mile 11. I was running next to him, and he said he was yelling. He says, "I can make it. I can make it. I can make it." And I looked at this guy, and his eyes, his head was tilted back, and his eyes were just white. I didn't see any of his eyes. So I grabbed him and I threw him off to the side, and I uh, yelled for the ambulance. And uh, you know, because that guy had whatchamajiggies on there, and he couldn't he wasn't paying him whatever he was out there so wait what happened the guy was ready to pass out you know he's just exhausted at mile 11 we're running the 25k which is uh, 15.5 miles and the guy at mile 11 i looked at him i said you are right buddy because he was yelling i can make it i can make it i can make it and uh and uh i looked at him and his eyes were just rolled back in his head i'll never forget it and they were just white i couldn't see his lenses at all and his eyes just rolled back because he was so wiped out uh yeah, that was a bad thing. And he was okay. I checked afterwards. He was okay. And the same thing happened in Nashville one what, time. What's the significance with the headphones, though? The headphones? Well, I'm getting to that. Oh, okay. Okay, the next race. I was in Nashville, the same kind of race, at mile 22. Okay, these guys in front of me uh, had headphones on. Okay, the headphones, they're jamming the music, whatever. You know, country music. But believe it or not, I don't care for country that much. <laughs> no, I don't like country, okay? But uh, <laughs> down there, it's pretty good. Daisy Dukes are pretty cool, guys. But uh, no, here I am, mile 22, and these guys are rocking and rolling in front of me with headphones on, and an ambulance was behind me. I was behind them guys that were rocking, and an ambulance was honking like crazy behind me, and I could hear it, and these guys would not move. And I oh, looked no. up ahead of me a half mile, and some lady was on the side of the road flopping around like a squirrel hit by a car, man. She had totally dehydrated and was losing her brains and she was flopping around in seizures and the ambulance couldn't get to her because these guys were dancing in the middle of the street. So, uh, and they couldn't hear the ambulance. So wow. that's why that happens and I firmly believe in that now. So uh, I've seen a couple of them like that. Uh, in Cincinnati, I went down at mile 23. I had a cramp like I was telling about one guy. Uh, so many different little things you remember. Uh, one guy, okay, I'm running along. I've been doing okay at mile 23. You know, your muscles are so tight at that point. You're so tight. And all a guy did was come up to me and bumped my shoulder. Bumped my shoulder. And I'll never forget it. So I, I, you know, I stepped a little bit on the side just to catch myself from falling over. And just from catching myself, my total leg stiffened up and I flew against a cyclone fence. And an ambulance came up to me uh, at that point and uh, tried to get me to quit and I wouldn't do that. That was mile 23 and I, my leg was, if you see my calves, they're huge and they were just tight as a rock and I was beating on them 
you know, slugging mm-hmm. them as hard as I could for 15 minutes so I could start walking again because I had enough time to finish in the allotted time. So Does that help, punching? Because I'll sit and hit my... You sit and just do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it like does. Stretching, I'm like, oh, yeah, because it feels so good after I start yeah, doing it. I was, yeah, I punched my <clears throat> calf so much because I've had calf problems. My calves are monsters. If you ever seen them, you know they're. I got real big calves. My wife says, "Why don't you do something about them pecs, man?" <laughs> 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 well, I'm trying, honey. I'll do a push up every year or something like that. But you know, I'm a rock from the waist down, a solid rock, and then up above, I got a little bit of an issue here. But uh, <laughs> you know, I've had to. Honors of, uh, you know, I've told a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, after a few years of running, a lot of people knew me, Mad Dog. Well, I got into Mad Dog Run Club because of uh, I like doing my own thing. I like to be out solo. Uh, if you go with somebody else, it's fine and stuff like that. And you try and compete with somebody. I don't like competing at all. Mm-hmm. I just like doing my own thing, and it's fun just to try and breathe the fresh air. And uh, you know, it's just. It's just so amazing at uh, the different things that your body, I'm just still thrilled by what your body can do. I run with 78 year old people right now that are unbelievable. I run with kids that are unbelievable. Um, a lot of, some people say that, you know, well, I know this guy that had a heart attack and he ran a marathon. Yeah, you can find a needle in a haystack any place, guys. You know, this is life to me. This is truly life. Um, yeah, you get up and I tell you what, what is really cool when you reach almost 70 years old, when you you go in a doctor's office and you have the physical to some nurse that doesn't know you and looks at your uh, heart rate and your pulse and they look at it and they say what do you do dude what do you do and i say i'll run and they said there you go so you know <laughs> so that's all it takes yeah that you know i got a sitting heart rate of about 46 47 wow if you know what i'm talking yeah, about I yeah do. that's that's I, my I sitting heart. is that is <laughs> that's that amazing I yeah mean, that's my resting heart rate's like 68 yeah it's, a normal person is about 60 to 70 so it's good to be, have a lower yeah. resting heart rate yep. yeah oh yeah for sure what happens is eric is when you when you have a lower resting heart your heart it gets stronger so it doesn't have to beat it much basically oh, okay. and and then when you when you start running your heart doesn't work as hard when it's stronger it's a strong that's uh it's just being strong right most right. of the time maybe i'm stupid maybe i'm wrong but uh whatever i've done <laughs> And I've been honored a lot of times. Uh, I've worked for events a lot of times. I announce a lot of races now. Like I said, I've been in so many races and ran so much. It isn't funny. I won't stop. Uh, you know, if they pull me off the course, fine. But I'll keep going and on my own on the sidewalk, whatever. Uh, that's what's going to happen. It is what it is. My brothers, I love them to death. I got two brothers left. My parents died a few years ago. My sister died. Uh, my sister died from cigarettes and I tell you what uh, you know what I think about cigarettes right now please don't smoke around me okay Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah please don't do it I watched somebody gag and my sister died in front of me so that is not cool Uh, yeah it really hurts and you know other incidents have happened but uh, I've been honored by the governor I've ran the governor with the governor on a bridge she called me at my work and uh, wanted me to run the bridge with her, and I got to be, I was the health ambassador for Michigan in 2004. Oh, wow. And yeah, Sweet. I was the health ambassador from the governor. I ran the gov- with the governor on a bridge in 2004 for Labor Day, whatever the hell it is, you know? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah. I'm running the bridge. Hey! <laughs> you know, one of them kind of things. That was cool, you know? Uh, stud muffin, and then, uh, you know, and then that paper got a hold of me. How many marathons? And then, uh, you know, magazines got a hold of me, and I've been interviewed a lot. 
So, yeah. you know, uh, even, you know, uh, Detroit. For some reason, I don't know, people look at me, and then I was up in Marquette. I ran a marathon two years ago up in Marquette. I'm running, and then this guy looks at me from my long hair and shit, or stuff, and uh, <laughs> he's, he looks at me, as soon as I go down, you got any weed, man? And I says, uh, no, uh, you know, I don't have any weed on me. No, I don't do that stuff anymore, guys. It's been a long, long time since I've done anything like that. I tell you what, you know, uh, I, you can do whatever you want, love your life, whatever it is, but uh, please try and stay healthy. That's what I, you know, you try to stay healthy. I go to these running camps and stuff like that. Not running camp, but, you know, races on the weekends and we got a little click and I know people from here to Denver, Colorado, to Grand Rapids, to, uh, out on the West Coast, uh, Los Angeles. I know runners. I know runners in uh, Detroit, uh, New York, uh, Miami. I know runners all over the world. And I got my own little Mad Dog Run Club. My brother developed 20 some years ago just so we could have our own little family thing. Uh, right now, my brother is 72 and he did 15 miles today walking took him four hours and 30 minutes god bless his soul he's 72 and he says he's a walking he's i call him a walking rhino because he looks like you know he's he's like five six and weighs 230 man he likes his ice cream and uh yeah but he still pounds every day he does about 50 miles a week man and uh, yeah good for him he's got a great heart rate my brother out east chris uh yeah out east he was a commander in the navy and uh yep he walks five to ten miles every day too with his dog so Mm -hmm. uh we have a little group there our brothers there and i'm um, you know 70 and uh so so we're doing pretty good and we're three eagle boy scouts too so it might have helped i don't know i don't know (laughs) you know i can go i've been way talking way too much am i way too overhead holly over here is laughing her butt off at me dave you don't shut up man Is that right? No, I love it. It's great. Is that okay? Yeah, no, you hate my guts or no. anything? Oh my god! <laughs> no. Everybody hates my guts. No, no, Dave. No, I've got you know, and I've got a few races out there that I really enjoy. You know, um, that I try and stay in active too and uh the runners that i love uh you know i know all these little indian river striders grand rapids waves uh uh you know uh, dirt baggers uh there's so many different running groups out there uh indiana striders uh mad dog run club yeah baby <laughs> no no there's so many other traverse city track club's a big one too you know and i got involved in some of them but you know the i like doing my own thing on my own time and uh you know sometimes maybe you know maybe copping a little bad attitude you know when i say i'm going to do something i actually do it you know uh if i'm going to be there if i say i'm going to be there at eight o'clock i'm actually there before eight o'clock donna can you hear me you know better than that yeah i am there (laughs) you know and everybody knows me i'm early to everything because uh if i didn't when i was raised up i was a piece of crap by mom and dad and uh so yeah i am very responsible guy uh i did hammer the barley pops i don't anymore no more barley Barley pops for this kid. Barley pops. Barley pops. Yeah, barley pops. I don't drink any more barley I've never pops. Heard that. Barley pops. Yeah, I don't drink any more barley pops. Uh, uh, yeah, as far as the dope is, uh, no, I've never. No, uh, no, no. Uh, you know, I like my. Uh, little uh i call it my cinderella zone when i'm running i uh get in my own little corner my own little place and i can be my own little guy and i love life yeah cinderella that's what i am on my race i'm cinderella i get i do my cinderella runs man and you get that cruise control i tell everybody it's cruise yeah. control man when you're just you know you're not hammering fast you're just putting it on that cruise and you're breathing good and you're listening to a little bit of rock and roll a little zz top or a little beatles and oh, the world is good man the world is good and just 
be careful out there. Be careful out there. And always when somebody is next to you or something, always take their uh, runner's etiquette by, you know, you, you're kind, guys. <laughs> you know, if somebody goes down by you in a race or something like that, you take care of business. That's all. You know, uh, I, I never get to say, and uh, Eric and Holly doesn't know what this means, but on your left, on your left means that uh, you're passing somebody on the left. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I never get to say on your left. Every I hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. On your left, dog, on your left. I, so. I do too with all the bikers on the bike trail. Yeah. yeah on your left. <laughs> so did you, what was your attitude like um, towards life when you were drinking as compared to now? Was I didn't care. You didn't care about anything? I didn't care about anything. I thought I was invincible, and that's what a lot of kids, I'm going to define kids as anybody under 40, think that nothing's ever going to happen to them, stuff like that. I thought I was invincible. You know, uh, the doctor's going to tell you not to do this and not to do this. You better pay attention, dude. Okay? Uh, Like I've told a lot of people, all my buddies out there from high school, they're all dead. Okay? Repeat this, dead. I don't have them anymore. They're all dead. Yeah. If it's going to take me, it's going to take me. And I'll tell you what, you watch your buddy laying in a bed, screaming his guts out, begging for one more breath of air, and then they die in front of you. That ain't cool. So, and I've seen that an awful lot. And uh, almost all my buddies, my buddy out west uh, in California, Dick, hey, Dick, if you're going to listen to this stuff, yeah, love you to death, buddy. Uh, he's still hanging tough. You know, um, I just buried another buddy of mine last year, drank. Man, it's just, just, bad uh yeah i had buddies of mine flip out on dope too so uh yeah a buddy of mine uh, i can tell you some horror stories but uh, it's just bad stuff guys uh if you want to get high get high on life that's what you do man you you know you don't have to go to the bar and listen to the pistol whips man and get drunk <laughs> okay you don't have to get drunk and listen to them i tell you what i can get up and jam with the best of them i'll dance with anybody and everybody knows that and i do that at woodstock i announce a lot of races woodstock meaning the running event that i love down in september down in pinckney michigan it's a four day event and you get the best I call it the best trail runners in the world. Uh, there, there's probably uh, three or four thousand tents there, and we have a three to four day weekend, uh, partying all the time, and people are running for thirty hours. It's incredible, incredible. We've got all sorts of events there. I have a riot. I have a riot. So. Yeah, I've got, uh, let's see, what have I got? I've got a marathon coming up at the end of this month. i got another five-miler coming up. i got a couple half marathons. i got another, you know, almost every weekend i got something going on. This next weekend, this weekend coming up, I uh, congratulations to all you guys down at doing Island Time. If you're going to listen to this, Island Time Runners, it's what you call a 24-hour, uh, two-mile loop. Okay, you do as many two-mile loops as you can in 24 hours. That's going on uh, Friday night. They start out Friday night at 7 o'clock, and you last until Saturday night at 7 o'clock. And you go on these two-mile loops, and you've got a tent every two miles with an aid station with everything you can have. And there's guys playing rock and roll bands, and there's uh, there's a big bonfire, and I can't go there because it's my wife's birthday. <laughs> I better not. No, I'm not going to do that, but good, uh, good luck. There's a lot of friends of mine that are doing the 24 hours, and, uh, you know, allow them just to see how far you can go in 24 hours just start walking guys and see you know even a slow walk see how far you can walk in 24 for 24 hours straight yeah straight so they're not going to stop at night. No, they're going to keep going from Friday night, this Friday night at 7 o'clock at night. So what do you do to go to the bathroom or anything like that? Well, there's a porta potty Okay, so you sure. stop to go to the bathroom real quick. And some then, people do. But some people don't. <laughs> some people don't. Well, some, most, I'm going to say ladies, okay, will, uh, 
wait for the porta potty. Guys, I don't know anybody guys that do. Okay, okay. but uh, some of the, if you got to go number two, but a lot of times, believe it or not. Like me, okay, when you're running a race, uh, if you drink a lot of coffee or something like that, sometimes, you know, when you get older, you know, you got to yeah urinate let's call it like that okay <laughs> okay okay uh, but uh, a lot of times you just go okay in your pants and uh, really <laughs> what yeah everybody's Holly's really laughing <laughs> this is just news yeah, to me no we're, we're that's what that's okay that's why okay when you do that that's Vaseline when you do that okay and a lot of times what I'll do is I'll do that right before an aid station so you do it in your pants and then you can take that glass of water first glass of water and throw it on your waist and wash the acid off okay so va- uh, oh, so wait Vaseline you you coat your legs yeah oh yeah where so it runs it, down so that it can so that it can yeah just like run off yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. Run off. And then what it does is soothe the acid burner, whatever you want to call that, whatever that is made out of. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. And yeah, that's what happens. That's what you do. You wash it off at the water station and then you put Vaseline back on never, and you're good to go. I never knew that. Seems like it would be just as fast to just go piss. <laughs> no. Well, okay. Here we go. Mile eight. Mile eight, Bayshore Marathon. Here we go. Okay, I got, okay, for some reason, I had uh, number two, bad, okay? okay? And everybody, that's a, one of the first questions they ask is, where do you go potty on the course? Okay, if you gotta go, most of the times you're, when you're training for a marathon, you learn how to figure it out when you're not gonna have to go number two. Number one, you're never gonna, number one, number two, get it? <laughs> but, uh, okay, you never, you never uh, figure out you're peeing, but uh, you're okay. No, mile six. Here I am. I come up like Holly said. Okay, you're gonna stop at a porta potty. Okay, this guy goes guy. Okay, this guy. Okay, <laughs> women are horrid. Okay, you gotta wait. You know, you're on the clock, dude. You know, he goes in there, and th- four or five minutes later, he's still in there. What are you doing? So I start <laughs> kicking on the side. <laughs> hey, we are in a race, dude. You know, I'm supposed to be moving here. I can't spend, you know, five minutes standing here. Oh so I went God. down in the weeds, you know, and, and I did my thing. So, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? And I seen a guy in Detroit, it's mile 15. <laughs> He's in front of me, man. What is that guy doing? Is he really doing that, man? Doing what? He let number two go, man. While he was running? While he was running. You're running down his legs. I'm going, oh my God. Uh. You know, you know, number one is okay. I, I keep talking, <laughs> but most everybody wonders, what do you do when you go go body? You know, uh, it's just a normal, it's a human thing. You know, that's what you're going to do. But, uh, you know, and the gals, a lot of gals sit at the porta potty. I'm not going to wait for no gal to go. Number, no, that ain't going to happen. Wait for her to, you know, whatever. No, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Even as slow as I am, no, it ain't. No, I, I don't believe in that. Uh, you do what you want to, especially on a trail. You know, trail, you, you, got, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, there is a lot of good things out there. Uh, first aid stations. Almost every race has got an aid station every two miles, say something like that. And, and uh, you know, a lot of uh, good equipped people. Uh a couple of them, uh, you know, you complain about volunteers, but volunteers are what they are. Their volunteers are volunteers. They go there on their own time and just to help out. Uh, when I was in uh, Reno, Nevada, and I was running around Lake Tahoe, I got to mile 24, the last aid station, and I was exhausted, man, running up and down 
the hills at Lake Tahoe and uh, the aid station that was there that was supposed to be there was a empty table with empty cups onto it and everybody gone and I was famished at that time so uh, if you're ever a volunteer remember this little story you know uh, the dog there Mad Dog was out uh, by mile 24 in uh, Lake Tahoe and uh he was stranded, man. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty tough. It was pretty he was tough. Stranded, man. Yeah, I was out in ozone land, man, like Survivor and stuff like that. You know, oh, naked yeah. and afraid. I wish naked. I'd do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> oh my God, you would kill it. I'm yeah, naked, and, naked afraid. and afraid. I'd love that stuff. As a matter of fact, there is a. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I can say this, honey. Okay, there is a natural run I do once a year down at Woodstock, which is a blast. A naked run? Naked run. There's a 5K <laughs> naked run, okay? That's awesome. That is kind of funny. You know, and I, I couldn't believe, well, I could go on and I, this gal says, hey, you're going to run naked with me tonight? And I said, get out of here, man. You don't do that. Not in Michigan. <laughs> so, I, okay, time for the, you know, natural run to come into the line. So I get the line, yeah, sure, okay, you know, so I got that. So I start running out about a mile and what you got is a mile you run out about a mile and then uh, there's a little break off that says naked people go this way. So I, yeah, I'll go check it out. So I go, and there's 300 people standing out in the middle of this field naked drinking beer and stuff. Well, what the hell are you doing, man? So yeah, yeah. what they do is they provide a shot for you or a beer or something like that uh, when you rip your junk off and you throw it down on the ground and then you run around a pond for a, a mile. Okay, then you come back and have another beer and go back to the campground. <laughs> Like and it's in, it's, it in, it's in the middle of the night, so it's kind of fun. It's a, <laughs> and I tell you what, you've never laughed so hard in your life when you're running naked through the woods, man, with oh about 200 other people, and everybody's shit is just whatever, you know. And it is, yeah. and you just, you know, and it's it's dark, and you don't know hardly anybody, so it don't matter, you know. Ha, ha, ha. You know just, <laughs> nobody's drunk, you know. They're yeah. not drunk. It's just. You're just out there, man. I guess if you, you know, Woodstock, Freedom, whatever you want to call it. But it that is a riot. That is a riot. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's coming up in September, October. I'm going to be running around. Are Mac you going to do Island. that again? What's that? The na- the natural run? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'll do that for sure. I'm going to do, let's see, at uh, the natural run. What I do uh, Friday night, you do a 5K, which is natural or not natural if you want to. And then Saturday morning, I'll run a 13-miler. And Saturday night, I run a uh, six-miler. And then Sunday morning, I'll run another five-miler. Okay. And so. so my question is, how have your knees and your body been able to keep going for this long? I mean, like, you're, you run, like, 10 miles a day. Like, to me, it seems like, you know... I just had a an injury and I thought I wasn't going to be able to run, you know, a couple miles. And and I and then I see you, you know, and I meet you and you're like, "Oh, I, I run 10 miles yesterday, do this today, do this." Like you're always running. Yeah. You know, like do you ever get um you know, chronic uh, reoccurring injuries, knee injuries, or any type of pain or do you just run through this pain or have you figured out a way to um, alleviate that pain, or if there is any at all. Well, I used to take okay. What I started doing until I found out what uh, hurting your kidneys was is you know before a marathon I took a 800 ibuprofen uh, just mm-hmm. for relieving pain. But I found out what 
you know ibuprofen can do to your body uh it's not good uh it can wreck your kidneys if you overdose on that stuff so i don't do anything that'll maybe hurt my body too much except for chocolate shakes (laughs) 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 yeah but uh yeah getting pains and aches i've had uh everybody says haven't you had any knee problems (laughs) i run man you have all sorts of problems you got ankle problems you got toe problems you got arch problems you got Mm. you name it you know yeah okay the main thing i suggest is uh slow down a little bit Make sure to get the proper shoes, stand up straight, have a the big thing is have a great breathing rhythm mm. breathe real properly uh you don't ever if you start gasping you're doing something wrong that's it uh regroup i try all the time not to walk i try to keep a slow jog on of course if you get too exhausted you walk but if you're gonna walk uh pick up the pace like i just told eric you don't look at the birds don't just look at the birds and eat a jelly sandwich you know no you uh, you heel toe it you know you you keep your heart rate up you keep your heart rate up there that's what the objective is keeping your heart rate up that's why the doctors and everything suggest to you know walk at least three times a week or something like that just keep your heart rate up uh walking real you know if you're doing a 25 minute you know 25 minute mile it's kind of you know you're you're trying to strengthen your heart a little bit and uh yeah you should pick up the pace a little bit to you know to make it work to maybe where you're sweating sweat is a good thing so uh yeah yeah. so you know uh keep pick up the pace if i had knee problems are you kidding me you know i run (laughs) you know but uh one thing i suggest all the time do i run through pain yeah my wife gets real mad at me my girl uh yeah Uh, from not taking breaks i've i never in the winter time 10 below i'll be out there running outside i run outside i don't do hardly any treadmill i run outside i wrap myself good and i run i walk i run through snow ankle deep snow knee deep snow uh walk you might as well say walk i still listen to my tunes uh yeah uh do i ever quit no i should have quit as a matter of fact uh one winter i ran around instead of treadmill i run around the uh ice rink i used to run every saturday believe it or not around the hockey rink in uh, gaylord i'd run believe it or not uh, 160 laps every saturday morning on the rink around the rink there's a dress around the rink behind the stands okay run around the rink that was eight laps to a mile and i do uh, 160 laps which is uh, about 20 miles every saturday sheesh uh, I'd run for three hours. Not real fast. I, I just keep plugging along. The hardest thing about doing that is keeping track. So I had to get a yeah. counter. Okay, I had to get <laughs> yeah. a, I got a little clicker there. And every time, you know, even when you cross the line to click it, you can forget. So every time I, I hit my left shoulder onto a brick, <laughs> every lap, you know, just barely touch it to make. And that's the same time I would click my button to make sure that I was lapping myself. So that's what I did to do that. And so. Yeah, have I done this? I've done this for this stuff for thirty years. People, you know, you, I've learned to the injuries I've had have been, you know, I haven't had a major major yet. I think it's because I keep track of my shoes, and I think it's because I learned to slow down. You slow down. You shuffle step a little bit. You don't keep your feet way up and you don't ever slap your feet on the ground you take it easy you know you shuffle step uh, like everybody's heard before the marathon shuffle uh that's what i do and uh yeah i think that saved me quite a bit and uh a lot of buddies of mine uh that get injured that have quit um you know they just they they try to run too fast for their own good you try to run too fast for your own good that you're everybody's made different some people could run seven minute miles and the other ones do their darndest to do a 12 minute mile 
So, you know, you got to respect everybody that gets out on the course, respect everybody, no matter how fast or how slow they are. A guy in, uh, I keep talking. Am I okay? <laughs> Am I okay? Is it? No, no. In the Air Force Marathon, I finished in a great time. Air Force Marathon, uh, marathons were dividing as uh, so much. Uh, a guy did about a 345, which is fast. Okay. And I ended up with about a 410, which is real good for me. And I'm standing around. I was getting interviewed by some TV guy down there. And, uh, and I got done talking to him. And then, uh, you know, I'm standing around about five hours and 30 minutes in. I looked at this guy and I said, man, did you really kick? And he said, I didn't do nothing. And I said, what do you mean you didn't do nothing? He said, I did that standing on my head. I said, he said, I could have done it a lot faster than that. It's no big deal. And he pointed to this guy that was dragging a leg coming in. And it was about 5.35 in, five hours, 35 minutes in, it was dragging a leg. And he said, that's my hero. The guy had to fight every step of the way. He said, that's the man right there. It's not me, it's him. It's the guy that's really struggling. You know, everybody's body, you know, uh, you can only train as good as your body's gonna let you to do, which I have found out, because I have trained I mean, very hard, very, very, very hard to see how fast I could go and stuff like that. I have really worked out tough uh, to see what I could do. And, uh, you know, a body is made, you know, your lungs are made so much, your heart is like this, and your body can only go so fast, as far as fast as it's gonna go. And uh, after that, you're gonna explode something. If you get your heart rate over 180, you're looking at a stroke, dude. So, uh, yeah, that's what you're looking at. Uh, your uh, average heart rate should, be about a buck and a half when you're running okay if you ever got that that's what i think anyway somebody can complete me and say it's different than that maybe a buck 60 but a buck 60 is pushing it pretty good 180 you're ready to explode so and i've seen people do that at uh finish lines the roughest part of a race is uh when you see the finish line guys that are totally toast push a little bit too hard and they, you can hurt yourself so just be mm. careful out there don't, don't save it for the finish line to where you just sprint all out and uh, you know you overdo it if you're going to do it just pick up the pace a couple miles before the finish line and you know exert your energy there instead of uh, you know gasping and spitting all over everybody when this <laughs> this gal in Arbor Springs man we got done with the 10k we sprinted in the finish line and she puked all over my face man on your face <laughs> on my face I said wow Oh, you did great. She turned around and looked at me and threw up on my face. <laughs> that was in that was in Elk Rapids. You know, I, there's so many stories out there. Every runner's got them, and I keep talking for how long have I talked? I Half know. hour? Maybe. Oh, Maybe. This is crazy. Am I am I crazy? No. no. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> um, Eric's never gonna want me over here no. again. He's gonna say, "Son of a bitch, listen to that guy." No, no, no. Um, no, I I trained uh, Jamie here. Uh, Jamie, if you're gonna listen to this. Uh, you know, and this is one of my good stories. When you become a runner like I have, uh, that doesn't know how to run really, uh, you just do it. Uh, Jamie, a real good friend of mine, uh, she never ran in her life, and she said, "Dave, can you help me out?" And uh, she was one of my best stories I've ever had. And within six months of training real good with her. She was very determined. She ran a half marathon. From couch potato to half marathon at six months, she was incredible. She was a rock. Uh, very proud of you, Jamie. Thanks a lot for being there, you know, uh, if you're gonna listen to this stupid thing that I've had going on forever. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah, she was a rock, and I'm very, very, very proud of her still. And that was probably about five years ago now she did this. Mm. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of thing I live for right now. I'll stay in the back of the pack and help people out that are really in trouble. And, uh, you well, know, I mean, and that's how you were at one point. Oh, you know, for sure. You were really in trouble. It, bad in trouble. Oh, yeah. Bad in trouble. And and once you got that help, just like uh, I'm going to say last weekend, as a matter of fact, there, um, uh, Cindy, my friend there that crashed and burned, uh, they were doing a five-mile trail race on like, almost like the trail you were running there. And she tripped on a root mm-hmm. and went down. Cindy, you listen to this? Okay. Yeah. You run. You're a rock, dear. Okay. Uh, yeah. She tripped and fell and hit her head on a rock or whatever, thought she had a concussion. And my good friend, Sarah, I know a lot of people, go green, go white, Sarah, if you're gonna listen to this. Uh, yeah, she was behind and helped Cindy finish the race, which is runner etiquette. Yeah. And that's what we have. Uh, Kristen Bembo, I watched her. She's a great gal. All the gals out there, I'm gonna miss people's names, but I'm sorry if I miss your names and stuff like that. But I tell you, I know thousands of people, thousands of people know uh, Mad Dog Run Club. They know me from all over the place and I'm just so proud and happy of all the runners I run with. It's just an incredible life that's given me for the last 30 years and hopefully I'm gonna be able to one, like my brother always says, one foot in front of the other, it doesn't matter how fast you go, just get there, damn it, and don't quit. And that's a problem with most runners and stuff like that. They'll start this stuff up and they'll be doing great and then all of a sudden they'll quit. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Did they quit because of injuries or? No, they quit because they're just the the thing of having to get up and doing it all the time to stay into shape and to do that to be strict not real strict but i mean watch what you're doing a little bit you know you pay attention to a little bit when you're a runner you pay attention okay should i have that no uh big mac excuse me i shouldn't say any kind of fast food well whatever it doesn't exist in our dojo okay Mm. that doesn't happen uh do i love a chocolate malt yes i do do (laughs) i do it yeah once in a while i do i went i went down state here this last weekend i uh ran a race and uh and uh on the way back i had an orange pineapple cone (laughs) it was good though man it was good my brother always says you know you don't count the calories in the ice cream you count the calories in the box of ice cream because you're gonna eat the whole box for sure (laughs) you know and uh if you're a guy like me you can do that real easy so do you think do you think running has do you think that running is the thing that's kept you sober throughout all these years yeah 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 honestly it does when you have stress in your life you find it out you try and find your out and i tell you what just like i told you about and i firmly believe in that and this is <sighs> little cinderella sitting in her corner she's on the world and nobody's going to touch her and that's me <laughs> that's me baby when i get out there you know run fast run slow walk whatever it is ain't nobody gonna touch me and my my little world and i'm loving life and uh everything is perfect and it's just so so nice you know this morning like i told you guys i i did a 15 miler this morning and we did a little thing here eric and holly here they're great people uh they they run a real hard five uh, mile course it's and some mean hills very mean i haven't seen too much tougher out there in my many 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 trail races i've been in uh very proud of them for starting out and their interest in what this sport is all about this sport is unbelievable once you start doing it it's it's just insane uh, uh i'm addicted pe- to it 
Oh yeah. yeah, it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long. Oh, tomorrow morning I'll be out there first thing again in the morning. It, there's no two ways about it. That, yeah. It just happens. It just happens. Yeah, it gets into you, and it 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 just doesn't quit. If you go on vacation, the first thing I look for is some <laughs> some place I'm going to run. Yeah, that's the first thing mm-hmm. I do. I got to get a course up. That's something that I can do. Something that I can move. When I went to Jamaica, I did that. When I you know all over the place. Well, and you a, get to see so many great places when you go on a run in a in a place you haven't been before oh too. destination races that's what uh me and donna you out there donna uh love you to death beer um yeah me and donna we have our road trips uh gal out of traverse city track club she is getting here so proud of this girl so proud of that love you to death donna the uh She's doing uh, 50 states, uh, 50 half marathons. She just did her 49th state. She's got Minnesota to go, and she's going to be doing that in June. She's done that in three years. Flown all over the place. She has done three half marathons on a weekend in different states. Wow. She picks out the state. She picks out a state with the corners right next to each other where oh, she can yeah. bop, bop, bop. And she went to Alaska. She's been all over the place. Hawaii, she did a half in Hawaii. It's all half marathons. Once you get into it, running, you know, most of your people think, well, uh, like you guys, a half marathon is a heck of a long way. But when you get to be a long distance runner, a half a marathon is what you want to do. Because when you travel a little bit, it's at least, well, not at least, but uh, for most people, it's going to be at least two hours, okay? Mm. Two and a half hours compared to doing a little 5K, which is a half hour. 10K might be an hour, you know, and what you're doing is you're getting out there and you're seeing something and you're out there for, uh, you know, uh, two, two and a half hours, uh, sometimes three, depending, you know, sometimes three. Uh, my buddy Tommy, he did a 315 last week, which, you know, he w- walked most of it because that's he- That's three hours and 15 minutes for a half marathon? Yeah, which is, uh, that's about a, I'm going to say a 1430 pace, which is 13 miles. Okay. Okay. And he's on his, believe it or not, his third pacemaker, okay? Oh, geez. Third pacemaker, okay? I got a lot of buddies out there that are like that, that have been through a lot of health issues, cancer patients out there that are health issues a ton of people what they do in running is they trade addictions i traded i traded my addiction from uh getting drunk on my butt to this and i tell you what (laughs) try it sometime guys everybody's like i don't want to do this i don't want you know and the world is bothering you stuff like that you know because it's tough out there it's tough out there do i love life every day i love my wife you know and uh yeah it's just it's tough out there but to release yourself what i can do every morning is i get up i drink my pot of coffee or whatever a couple cups of coffee and i go for my run i get back i can sit on my swing out front and listen to nothing and listen to my beatles a little bit more love my Beatles Mm -hmm. Uh, I got 275 songs believe it or not nice so yeah on my iPad so uh, yeah I do that and then I you know take a nice hot shower and there is not anything more relaxing after you get your body totally exhausted and something that you thought you could never do and (laughs) you can just lay there and go ah baby look at me I'm a you know you feel like you're a god when I ran to Mackinac City from Gaylord it's unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I got the, I seen the bridge and I goes, oh my Lord, you know, I'm all the way up here, man. I'm over 50 miles into this damn thing. I'm still moving. <laughs> this is crazy. I love my daughter. My daughter finished the last 15 miles with me, uh, kind of uh, limping, walking, whatever. We were moving forward last 15 miles. My daughter went with me. Uh, thank God for all the other people that ran with me a little bit. My girl was there. I had about 20 relatives with me. That's the longest race I've done. It's 62 miles. I've never done a hundred miler. Uh, 
why I've been thinking on it still, believe it or not, at 70 years old, because 100 miles, that don't scare me a bit. No, I, I'd do it. But uh, do I want to? Eh, I don't know. I like <laughs> marathons. I like the 26, 26 miles is pretty good, you know, because after you get, after you actually after three hours of running, three and a half hours of running, uh, your body, instead of gaining strength, it starts losing strength losing uh it starts hurting your body okay once you're out there for three to four hours your body after that starts losing uh muscle instead of gaining it from the three hours of running you start going the other way okay mm-hmm. if you didn't know that you start going the other way mm-hmm. which is fact yeah you get into three fifteen four hours and your body starts uh, getting hurt instead of gaining strength right. starts hurting it so hmm yeah, I'm not yeah. there yet. <laughs> I'm trying to get there, but um, so for someone like you who later in life decided to change your life and to start making better decisions, um, what would you say to anybody out there that maybe was is in the situation that you were, you know, where they have a choice to go down? one path or the other but they're afraid they don't think that they can start doing you know like running or quitting alcohol or changing their life is there any any words of wisdom you can give anybody well you know what what happens is, is you get to a point where you're just uh you're messed up and you know a lot of people are especially when you know you're first having a family whatever you're getting married you meet your gal your love of your life and all this kind of stuff and you know everything's cool and then you come up with a hitch and a get along and the first thing you come to is what you grab a beer man that's the first thing most people do you grab your smokes and it's gonna really no it ain't it really isn't um yeah i suggest highly to just take a walk Take a walk. Look at the woods, man. Go out in the woods and get some fresh air. Take a walk. Take your vent out on a little stride now and then. Pick up the pace a little bit. Sweat a little bit. It's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a blast out there. You don't have to lose your mind to get into Because re- that mind is going to get fried. And the next day, it's, you're going to have a headache. And uh, something's going to be wrong. And you can't remember what you did. And all this kind of junk. And I tell you what, it, it ain't worth it, man. You just lost a day of a beautiful life that you could have had out in the woods you know it's just it's incredible it's incredible out there you know i got to see the nature here today again with eric and holly which is great no we didn't fly through the course no i told him at first no i'm not gonna run fast no i'm not gonna we're just gonna try along and have a good time they just wanted to see how they were doing they just want to come most people wonder you know when they first started running um you know how am i going to do it compared to somebody else Mm, well i tell you what compared to somebody else these guys do real good okay we'll do real good and don't be afraid of anything just go try it i showed my um relatives uh Brittany, thank god uh she went there uh and uh and sadie uh my relatives came and watched me at my uh martian marathon announcing the martian marathon i tried to show them they haven't seen any of my races before and they finally they always wanted to try a race and they didn't know what it was about and i was showing them at, at a 5k or whatever there are walkers out there you know there are very obese people out there there are people with problems mental problems they're blind people out there doing this stuff wow uh you know there's all sorts of stuff out there and uh, you can push a wheelchair with something it's just incredible 
incredible. And I kept showing him. I said, see this time right here? This lady is doing a 17-minute mile for three miles, and she's she's getting claps just like everybody else, man. She did it. You didn't do it. You're sitting there eating a bag of chips, man. You don't do that. What they're doing is you're wrecking your body, and she's gaining. She's doing good. She's going to be doing good. So that's a good for them girl whatever you know in the positive attitude uh, runners are positive runners are the best people to me and they are positive they're going to accomplish something they're going to help somebody they're going to they're going to be there for you you know uh am i addicted on this you think (laughs) you think just a little bit yeah runners are are you know most runners will tell you runners are the best people in the world because they have a positive attitude they will help other people you know no matter how fast you go or how slow you go we're here for you baby that's what it's about <laughs> Is that okay, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you say that running <clears throat> Does it alleviate any type of anxiety for you? <laughs> Would you say that it's a, a cure all for anxiety? Yeah, oh, I do believe so. Yeah, I do believe so. Yeah. You know, everybody asks me, you know, what are you drinking coffee so much for when you're wired like a, a tight as can be? You know, and uh, well, I do like my coffee, but I tell you, I do take a nap in the afternoon after I do, you know, this morning when I did 15 this morning, I, you know, I laid down on the couch, took a little nap and stuff like that, and I had myself a nice tomato sandwich. <laughs> you know, a tomato sandwich, and then I had an avocado. Is that okay? Yeah, that's what I do, man. I'm sorry. That's what I do. And, uh, you know, I had an avocado sandwich with a tomato sandwich. So that's what I do. And uh, and uh, what else did I have bad today? What did I do bad today? I don't know. What did I eat bad today? I did. I, I must have done something bad. <laughs> you know, you always do something bad. Uh, but, uh, you know. Uh, life is good every day. Always remember to be positive all the time. There's so much negativity over the, the politics on this world today, the working world, you know, eh, the prices and everything. I tell you what, you don't have to buy gas and you don't have to buy certain foods either. You know, <laughs> nobody's making you buy certain things. Inflation is what you make it. Okay, that's all it is to me anyway. You know, you don't have to buy tater tots. Come on. <laughs> you know, that is not helping your body. That is costing you more money than the tater tots because you're wrecking your body dude you know that's what it is you know if you get you know same with that buy a car that's cheaper run ride a bike hey you know it, it is called summer maybe in northern michigan now the snow is gone it's called a bicycle it ain't gonna hurt you to ride a bike 10 miles that don't hurt nothing you know you can you can cruise no big deal <laughs> you know you can jog to work jog to work there's plenty of times i ran from my house which is 11 miles into town you run 11 miles into town just for something that fun oh here's another one here's a good one okay my uh uh, my car broke down. I was in a, a dealership in the town, and the guy said, "Well, in a couple hours, we're going to have you uh, ride home for you, okay? But it's going to—you're going to have to sit here for a couple hours." And I said, "Couple hours? I only got 15 miles home. I bet you. I bet you. <laughs> I bet him. I bet him something, but I'm not going to tell you what. But uh, I bet him something that I could run home before that that technician got there to drive me home." And I called him when I got home, and I beat you, the town. What did you bet him? You can't say <laughs> that. No, I, no, we'll pass on that. We're gonna, <laughs> okay, okay. you know, uh, bet, you know, uh, uh, whatever. We bet something, and uh, there was a gal <laughs> okay. in there in the shop, and uh, yeah, I bet her. She said, "You ain't gonna do that." And the, uh, the mechanics were looking at me, said, "Are you nuts?" heck no all you do is get out there and you put the cruise on and you go baby and i did i ran 15 miles home i'm home i beat you so yeah i did win so it was kind of it's kind of fun it you know and that kind of thing which is 
you know, it's satisfying. You know, nobody really, do you, does anybody really care? I don't know. You know, and I do. So uh, I do, you know, and I still like my, uh, a lot of people know this too. When I when I get done with the race, my favorite, my wife knows this too. Okay, Holly, you might think this is kind of funny. This is a guy thing from when I was a kid. Okay. 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 Here we go. I get in a bathtub and I like my coconut bubble bath. Okay. <laughs> and what I do is I get my army men. Okay. <laughs> you line the army men up on the side. You know what I'm talking about, man. You shoot them down and they go into suds. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, isn't that fun? Oh, shoot them down? Yeah, you play like you're shooting them down. They fall in. Ah, they yeah, fall in. Yeah. And then what you got to do is you leave that faucet. And everybody's done this. And don't tell me you haven't. And this is cool. After you do, okay. You leave the faucet trickling a little bit. And you stick your big toe in the faucet. And it sprays all over the wall. <laughs> now, everybody's done that, haven't they? I don't know. I no, you've never done that? I don't know. Have you've you never done that? that? I don't think so. Isn't that cool, though? That's called fun. That's called fun, you know? Yeah. You know, that's I have awesome. fun every day. That's what, you know, that's what I tell you know, I tell a lot of people. You know, things are called fun. You know, why do you laugh so much? Why do you have so much fun? I, I went into, yeah, my excitement in life, you know, Salvation Army. I was the number one bell ringer in northern <laughs> Michigan this year. I was dancing oh. in Walmart, I, you know, and uh, I made more money than anybody else. But, uh, you know, I went in there. So this is an example. You know, this is why I run, too. You know, people, I'm, I go into Wally World, and this guy's sitting there ringing the bell, and he's smoking a cigarette, no teeth. Well, whatever. So, you know, it's not a big deal having no teeth, whatever. But, uh, you know, and he's just sitting over the corner. Blah, 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 blah. I says, are you kidding me? Give me that bell. I'll show you how to make money. So I dressed up in my Santa Claus outfit and I started dinging it and I said, dance it around. And I got my Beatles full blast. And I danced out in Myers Park or Walmart parking lot. Mm-hmm. I filled up three buckets. You know what them buckets are? Tens and twenties, man. They don't give me dollars. They give me tens and twenties, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and it's just totally all. And I make a ton. Well, I have fun. And a lot of people say, well, you know, this Salvation Army, it might be for something bad. But I tell you what, I don't want to think anything like that. Mm-hmm. I want to think this is all positive. You know, well, the, the, the big leaders of the company are going to take 80% of this. And I, I don't want to even think that. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have a positive attitude. You know, okay, this, you know, suppose, supposing it might heat somebody's house. Well, this guy's on welfare and he should have a job. Well, forget it. Forget mm. it. Smile a little bit, you know. <laughs> Smile a little bit, dance around, and everybody's going to love life. So that's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, one more question. One more. And then what? I got to shut up? No, no, no. Well, I don't know. I, I, Am I, is it that bad, I, no, Holly? No, no, no. Am I that bad? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just figure that you want to go home at some point. I don't know because <laughs> we could we could keep going. I'm looking. At you don't think thing. I can announce for seven hours? Get it? Got oh, it. that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you I did, do this. You stuff. did that. Yeah. Yeah, I do this stuff. But <laughs> yeah, whatever. I know you want to get uh, you want to have dinner and stuff like that. No, I don't know. Um, I don't even know how long we've been recording. I can't really tell from here what it says, and it, it doesn't matter. Four hours. <laughs> Cindy, if you're out there, man, you're rocking that six miler out tonight. I know you are down in Island lake uh, a friend of mine just called me on the way over here and said she's doing a six miler in island lake and i told her what i was doing she said give me the hutchamacallit man and i don't know nothing about this junk i know i'm on a mic i know but this <laughs> mic doesn't have a little clicker like the mic i usually have oh great it's got a little witchman jiggy on the side where you turn the volume up and all that kind of bs right right and uh <laughs> It's kind of fun. These guys are never going to invite me back to this shit. Oh no, that's not true. That's not true. I was nah. going to ask you what your favorite Beatles album is. 
Beatles album, the White Album for sure. The White Album, the White Album for sure. Yep. And uh, what's my favorite Beatles songs? Yeah. I tell you what, yeah, this is what I get up on stage and okay, when you're on mile 22 and you're dying, you go. Day tripper. Day tripper, one more ticket, yeah, and you get your jog one, and you go into that beat, yeah, baby. And, so long. <laughs> yeah, and, out. and, and I, I found, found out, out. yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's, that's, that's a, a good, good one to, that's a to, good running to song. keep your pace. Yeah, that's a good pace. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You don't like that, Holly? No, I do. do you? <laughs> Why do you assume yeah. I don't okay, like tomorrow, it? Okay, tomorrow, when you start running tomorrow, do that. Yeah, baby, you did one of these numbers. Do you yeah. have a Do you have a playlist somewhere that no. we can find? Oh, that would be that would be really good. No, it's, it's pretty cool though. But I tell you what, at mile ten, and I tell everybody this, in a half marathon at mile ten, you got to do the Mad Dog dance, man. Mile ten, you got to dance. You got to shake your butt a little bit. Wow. Yeah, baby, like you're loving life. That's what you got to do. You know, you don't, you don't go. You know, when you're running, this guy. I'm continuing on one more question you said no 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 no. this uh, guy we're about mile 23 or so or 22 something like that in Grand Rapids Marathon this guy in front of me he's a block ahead of me and he goes I'm in so much pain I says shut up would you you know half hour this guy's yelling he's yelling while he's running yelling while he's running my leg hurts so bad (laughs) are you kidding me would you shut up you know whatever (laughs) would you shut up Shut up. <laughs> would, you, would you just shut up, man? And Let's start, just run around. Suck it up. My God, buttercup, you know? <laughs> Did you start dancing in front of Oh, people? I always do. I dance in front of everybody. Everybody knows that. I dance all the time. I'm a machine. <laughs> when you, when I'm a machine. When man. you're running a race, you, you listen to music out loud and people do they get bothered by it at all like you listen to never. music I've never had somebody get mad at me mm. from it no uh, yeah most people gather around me uh, you know I was one time a gal looked at me kind of funny well, everybody looks at me funny anyway. It don't matter. But, uh, you know, when I'm running along, yeah, she did look a little upset. And I said, you know, I can slow down or you can speed up. And, you know, and oh, yeah. and then we can, you know, whatever. But I don't, I'm not going to turn it down. We can adjust. You know, oh, you can cool. adjust anything. And when you're adjusting, say, 15 seconds a mile, you're going to be a block away from somebody within, you know, a few couple minutes you know mm, true. Yeah, so it doesn't you know you're gonna be away from the music anyway so mm-hmm. uh no every, every the biggest block of people well i'm gonna be well, i can't say races i don't think on here but uh yeah i'm gonna have probably 30 or 40 people following me at uh yeah i don't know because i'm not sure whether you can say names of things here Mm. races I shouldn't races? do this. yeah I, like, yeah, I like, shouldn't say anything I shouldn't but I have about 34 people here that are going to gather around me around a race in the middle of July that uh, run with me that just just to listen to the music and what you do oh, is you get in your Cinderella mode when you're doing that and you're just loving life and you're just bopping and you're not going fast and you're not throwing up on the sidelines you're, you're having a good time you know that's it I thought you were saying racist races <laughs> okay no not racist <laughs> I like I don't want to be racist I'm like well no 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 okay sorry okay I thought you were okay so you were saying the names of races yeah oh okay yeah names of races you know like some people don't like you know I'm on the I'm on the air man but uh yeah uh a lot of people you know because one time I was on Facebook doing a dance and I had a band playing. I was mentioning some names, and they went, 
you can't do that. We're going to have to close you down. And I, really? Yeah. And I thought, what the heck? You know, what did mm-hmm. I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Well, you can't say this. You can't do that. And I didn't swear or nothing, you know. Weird. And uh, yeah, they, you know, that was three or four times when I've been announcing my running stuff and a lot of people, and what I did, oh, man, I'm going to start up again. Uh, in this uh, in this uh, COVID thing that went on the last couple of years, uh, I did have my buddy, my running buddy. <laughs> you don't know what I'm going to, you're looking at me, both looking at me like I'm crazy. Right. Everybody thought I was. I had styro, man. Everybody knew Styro. Styro? Styro. I got a uh, styrofoam head and painted on it. And he was my buddy. You know, because you couldn't you couldn't be around anybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I had Styro. He was my buddy. Styro ran with me. And he, I put a hat on him and stuff all the time, ran with me with, with, his, with his sunglasses on. Styro, I made a big old smile and face on. Styro, I loved him to death. Everybody loves Styro, man. Styro. Did he you was have to my, wear a mask when you ran? No. Okay. No, no, I didn't do that. But, uh, yeah, a lot of people. It was like a castaway, like a Wilson. Yeah. yeah like scary. Wilson. I had Styro, well, man. Styro! Styro, man. Everybody, hey, Cindy I'm out sorry, there. I'm sorry, Styro. <laughs> yeah. Help me, Styro. Help me, buddy. Yeah, Styro was awesome. Styro, he died, though. <laughs> Poor Styro. He died. <laughs> what happened to Styro? Styro, he kind of got too close to the fire, man. Oh. Styro. <laughs> I'm melting. I'm melting. Yeah, you know, the Wizard of Oz crap, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Styro. Styro was my buddy. Yeah, he died. But he he's in my heart. I love him to death. Styro, <laughs> Styro is a rock star. So, uh, yeah. Uh, whatever. We have a blast in life. Every day is fun. Uh, do I like... Yeah, that's my life, running my wife and uh, listening to my music. So I mean, and that's that's like really why we wanted you to come here is because we when we met you... Well, when we met you, Holly thought you were going to do the creepy guy thing where you sit close to her and hit on her and, <laughs> you know what i mean like oh yeah at the do you remember this interaction no okay okay because i do that to everybody right right i right. walk up to somebody and go hey baby what's wrong with you <laughs> and you ever do this wait a minute i'm interrupting no, and no, i've done okay. this before i've done this before and this is cool <laughs> you know on top gun when he comes up you never close your eyes anymore when i kiss your lips you don't remember that? Oh no! From when Top, top, top from Gun? From Top Gun, I'm, I, <laughs> I've, seen I, I've seen parts of Top Gun. I haven't seen the whole thing, and I haven't seen it in, since I was a no, kid. No, you do that to some lady sitting at the bar, and she looks at you. What the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, I'm having fun. Smile, <laughs> you know. No, I'm not going to hit on you. I got a wife that I love. Right, right. Okay, it's all well, and, and so, and so Holly was sitting there, watch, getting ready to watch the pistol whips at Snowbelt, and you came and sat down. And you were like just kind of close ish. Oh, I was close? Well, somewhat. I mean, was I? Were you afraid? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just naturally like on edge with everybody. With a guy. I'm a weird looking guy, you were saying. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm just an uncomfortable person. Well, I mean, but anyway, hey, you know what's going on way. right now? It sounds like us three are talking right now, like Howard Stern show. You ever watch him? He's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you were. You sat down and you were just like, hey, you know, like, what's up? And she was like, hi. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. And you going. were like, I, and, and we think that you said, hey, I'm not weird. You said something to that like, effect. Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah. Hey, I'm not really weird. I'm just sick. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to sit here. You know, I'm just going to sit here. And you're in Holly was like, OK. And then you guys started talking more. And then it seemed like I was like, oh, cool. Like this guy, this guy seems cool. But then when we talked to to you, your whole attitude was just like. 
it, it, you don't meet a lot of people like you who have a. <laughs> I mean, and I mean this in a good way. I mean, you're I mean, a like, space monkey, man. What's wrong with this guy, man? He's well, out there, dude. Well, someone who's just like very open and 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 full of life and and comfortable and comfortable with who you are, and and you don't care about what anybody thinks, and no. that's rare to find in a person, and that's why like after we had left you know the the venue and like man that guy was actually really cool right like yeah and he's a runner and then you know we scheduled for you to come here we missed that unfortunately and then we saw you again at snowbelt and then you were still the same person you weren't pissed you weren't angry towards us for us missing the you know when you came here right Oh heck no! Right, right, and so like, what good's that gonna do? Exactly, but a lot of people would be like that. Why? And I know, <laughs> and and that's why you're here. Yeah, <laughs> why? Kinda, like, you know, <laughs> life um, is too short to do that. Everybody in my family's dead. <laughs> oh come on, <laughs> you know. Well, is that weird saying that? No, it's not. No, and all my buddies are dead. You keep on looking at the clock. Uh, no, oh, are we dead? We're about to run out of space. Um, oh, oh man. <laughs> Look I at this. We've been talking for 16 no, 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 hours no, no. now. Hold on, hold on. Let me Holy just... Holy shit, I'm I, melting. I just have to pause it real quick and stretch this out. We're going to take a pause. Here we go. We're rolling So, so a lot no, of people think you're... No, a lot of people think I'm weird. Hey, Yankee Arovic or whatever his name is. But uh, no, 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 no. This oh, is my weird life. Al? Yeah, Weird Al, whatever. <laughs> no, this is my real life. And I do... Uh, a lot of people think I'm out there, but I, I just enjoy it so much that people are insane not to. Insane. You know, when I run into more... God darn it all. I don't stop. What is really, really, really cool is when I run sometimes in the morning in town, I've got people in the nursing homes that are waiting for me to come by, clap for me. You know, guys at 7-Eleven. There goes Mad Dog. Yeah, baby. Keep it going, baby. And, you know, in the cool school kids uh, last year, uh, I used to run around all the time when the school buses were driving by and all the kids would roll down their windows and just yelling at me, get it, dog, get it, baby. And it's just, it's just so <laughs> cool you know every morning and what i tried to do was impress all the kids to you know you don't be watching this i always call it nintendo playing them nintendo games get out in the world man and move Mm -hmm. this is a blast i try and show them that this is fun this is fun that's what i got it's called fun that's what i keep saying it's called fun you know you get out there how are you running that you know how do you run 10 miles you get out there and you try it's yeah. called effort. It's called effort, you know. And don't discourage yourself. It's effort. That's all it is. It's, it's just an effort out there. You keep going. Well, I mean, the, the way you described, you know, when you had to make a decision to change your life and your brother said, pick the hardest thing that you could think to do. And you're like, I hate running. Yeah. I was the same way. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would make fun of people that I saw running and I'd be like... The only the, the classic the classic thing is the only way I'm running is from the cops. Like that's yeah. what that's what everybody. A dog's chasing me. Yeah, the only way I'm running it. Yeah, you know, like that's always the go-to for people, um, and to make fun of people for running, like you know, what are you running from, and all this, and 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 for me, once I figured out that I can change the way I feel about life people, my situation, I can change how I feel about that if I just go run. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like For sure. If I'm if I'm having a bad day at work and let's say I I say something mean to somebody 
you know, that I don't realize it or I'm just in a negative, bad attitude, I'll go run. And by the end of it, I'm just like, oh man, what was I thinking? What was I doing? You know, I wish I would have done this first before I, you know, reacted that way. Like running for me has, has taught me how to control my emotions, how to control my reactions to people. Cause I used to be someone that would, I couldn't, I couldn't handle my emotions No, in situations. And I, I would let that take over whatever was happening. If someone said a negative thing about me behind my back, I'd, man, I'd, that motherfucker, oh, this and this and this and this. And people around me would just watch me turn into this really ugly person. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, but you're so nice that I've never seen this side of you. And it's like, well, yeah, the, the, the niceness is kind of just a cover up. I feel I felt like at the time, you know, because because I, I couldn't handle my emotions. I couldn't handle just anything. And and running for me, you know, I, I went through a long court process that took three years um, for custody of my daughter. And it was one of the worst cases a lot of people in Petoskey had seen, like in, in the in the in the court, you know, in the courts. Um, they said it was really bad compared to some of the other trials and cases that they had had. And I didn't know. Why, you know, because I, I don't know other people's experiences, but for me, that was one of the scariest things to have to go through, you know, like fighting for my daughter, fighting for my rights. My mom had just died, you know, before that. My best friend had died right before she died. Um, you know, I come from a long line of alcoholics, um, drug abusers, and no real guidance from anybody whatsoever and but running was the thing that just it made everything connect oh yeah and I just felt like I gotta keep doing this for my sobriety but for my emotional sobriety like that was the big turning point for me you know and and Holly and I have have you know like last summer you started to run with me but yeah you're like in it now like yeah I was well I mean because I started running the summer we became friends so like two years ago right after my grandpa died I just started running a little bit because he always wanted me to run and I was dealing with grief and I was like maybe this will help did it a couple times like hated it but wanted to keep doing it and then last summer you know I just I basically was looking for any excuse to hang out with you and so I kind of started <laughs> running but then I was also like go. really insecure to run with you because you were so much better than me and so I had to start doing it on my own to like because I was like oh I'm, I gotta train you know to run with Eric so I gotta run on my own but then I fell in love with it yeah you know that was and meanwhile my my knee and my running were, were declined all summer yeah yeah I point, was progressing and you <laughs> yeah, and, and mine was getting worse and worse to where I I started getting super depressed because I'm like what am I gonna do if I can't yeah. if I can't run like I know 
Like it's tough. It's tough. It's an addiction that you flipped over from one addiction to another. A lot of people have. There's so many druggies out there that I know that started running now. Uh, Gary, good Gary Bear down there. You know, he got out of prison and started running, and uh, he's an avid runner now. He ran a 200 mile race out wow. west. Unreal. You know, how do you do that? I don't know. You know, I've ran long distances and stuff like that, but just to maintain. And you know, a lot of people think that okay, most hundred mile races to let everybody know out there there's a 1830 minute mile cutoff okay if you don't maintain an 1830 minute mile they think you think oh anybody can do that try it (laughs) get in about 60 miles and try it 18 minutes a mile in a in a ultra marathon which is 100 miles no an ultra anything that's an ultra is over 26.2 anything over a marathon is an ultra Okay, okay, okay. Ultra. An ultra is anything over uh, 50K, 100K. You've heard of the Ks, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 50K, 100K, that's the main ultras. But an 18-minute mile? That's yeah. like a moderate walk, right? Yeah. yeah. That's or like... moderate slow. From, no, yeah. well, it's a it's a walk. Yeah. Okay, okay, it's a walk. It's not a fast walk. It's just a walk. It's just a walk. But I tell you what, get in <laughs> 15 hours of doing that and then trying to maintain i can't even imagine i mean like i'm just getting back to being able to do four or five miles you know um yeah but (laughs) don't worry about it don't worry about it okay (laughs) um um so i can't even imagine 15 hours yeah (laughs) i mean i'm oh these guys are doing that for 24 hours you know i talked to uh I told, because I was going to pace her 16 miles uh, this summer, uh, Sarah. Hey, Sarah, if you're listening. Yeah, and uh, she said, well, I'm going to do this. I don't probably need a pacer. That's only 62 miles. I says, okay. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, Sarah's a rock star. You know, she's a rock star. Uh, yeah, there are so many people out there that are just uh, unbelievable. In the running world, it's just people with their own stories that have problems, you know, and uh, they solve them through their running. There are a lot of issues, you know. Uh, it's a good way to do that, you know. While you're finding a different addiction for another addiction, but uh, this is a to me that's a you know I don't know. A lot of people, well, this is what I hear too. Oh, you're gonna get arthritis in your knees, and you're gonna do that. Uh, not if you do things properly you do things properly you wear the proper shoes you land properly you pay attention to your body your functions uh you should be okay you should be okay uh there should be no problem at all uh like i said there's a needle in the haystack no matter where you want to look it don't matter you know well this marathoner died of a heart attack yeah okay you know how many of them didn't you know and so you know how many of them fought to get better and how many of them lived 20 years longer than they should have because they started this garbage that I'm doing. You know, it's just, you know, they live a lot longer. Runners have got a heart that are stronger than unbelievable. They're just unbelievable. Uh, their their blood system is just strong. It's strong. It's smooth. It's, uh, you know, uh, cholesterol, not too many cholesterol problems in runners because they, most of them, I'm going to say eat proper, you know, and they watch what their diet is. And when you're running, it runs through your veins. But, you know, it's just common sense that that'll do that. But uh, yeah, my uh, friend, uh, my very good road trip friend, Donna, uh, if you're listening to this, Donna, she has the famous words of, uh, let it go. You know, you're talking about people, people and problems. Let it go. 
That's what running does to you. It lets yeah. it go. It lets it go, man. Let it go is uh, three words that are fabulous. Let it go uh, because it's not going to help you. Nothing's going to help you like that. You got to let everything go and be happy in your own life and uh, love every day. And like you said, Holly thought I was a uh, space monkey or something like that. But that's the way I am. You know, I'll come up to anybody and say, hey, how you doing? What's going on? You know, I'm being stupid. But, uh, you know, I mean it. You know, I mean it to be a friend, not to be a, a guy coming, hitting on somebody. No, I, yeah. listen up, guys. I'm 70 years old. What do you think a guy's going to do at 70? I'm going to hit on somebody? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I'm good for about so long and then I go to bed. <laughs> you know, I just no, I don't have a cigarette. I don't do that. <laughs> I just can't believe that you're 70. Well, almost, almost. Okay. So, 69. Yeah. No, I mean, e- even that, I mean, it's it's crazy because... Yeah, isn't it crazy? Yeah. It, I started thinking that too. You know, I'm still running at this stuff. And friends of mine are older than that and they're still doing this stuff. It's just... the. I know people that are 80 years old still doing this stuff. Are you kidding me? You know, and of course, when I was 50, I was... I was pretty fat. Well, pretty good. I ran pretty good. You know, ran pretty good. Uh, when after I learned how to run and stuff like that, I ran pretty good. I ran uh, pretty fast and uh, not fast, fast. No, I was in the middle of the pack. That's what I call good. Okay, middle of the pack is good. So, uh, uh, yeah. And then when you turn sixty, something happens, and a lot of people make a decision you know they make a decision uh you know am i going to continue on to this am i going to be at the back of the pack am i going to continue on it or am i just going to forget it and be a couch potato you know and uh and then a lot of people think that well i'm going to win my age group now when i get older when there isn't so many but mm. I, I tell you what when you reach 70 the people that are 70 that are still running know what the hell they're doing you don't get rookies out there that are 70 years old that don't happen you get 70 year olds out there that know how to run they've been there they've done that you know yeah. that you don't get like your 40 and 50 that uh you know run in their first 10ks and stuff no 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 that don't happen people 70 years old have been there they're not going to get out there and run a 10 mile race and not know what's going on no that ain't, that ain't gonna happen right. so and most everybody's got sugar diabetes or something <laughs> you know that's another thing that i get leery of you got to watch that too and i eat way too much sugar so that's one of my addictions how too. much how much yeah like because <laughs> Because, I mean, like, we run, but then, like, we'll go get ice cream. Oh, for Late, sure. Later at night. You for know? sure. Always late at night. You know, as, you know, for, for me, like, I'm, I'm someone who is addicted, right? Uh, I have some type of thing within me where I feel like I always need something. Oh, for sure. Right? And so yeah. it doesn't matter if it's alcohol or if it's ice cream or if it's candy bars or running no. I just need something something there and alcohol for me just happened to be you know everywhere socially acceptable it's 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 a part of isn't it sick yeah I to mean, me that's sick okay yeah. um am I against it not really but to me to have to go you know not to have to but it's just accepted in life that okay you go see the pistol whips, okay? First thing you do is, yeah, what kind of beer you got? Yeah. No, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Right. I don't need a beer if unless you really, really, and I don't know anybody, too much of anybody that just loved, okay, 
I would rather anytime, just like I rode my Harley, instead of going in the bar, I'd rather have a hot fudge Sunday anytime than getting <laughs> wasted in a bar. You know, I don't, I don't yeah. need that. You know, I don't. You know, that's the same with uh, listen to a band. People go get drunk watching bands and stuff. I don't. You know, a lot of people. Oh, you love going to the bars? No, I love listening to music. Right. I love that's listening. That's just to, the place that has that has yeah. the music and the type that you guys do. Uh, that a couple gets up there and does that kind of thing. It relaxes me. I can drink an orange pop or whatever, but that has sugar in it, so I watch that too. Mm. You know. So uh, I drink a lot of water. What I do, you know, and yeah. I might have something bad to eat at something like that, you know, but uh, not much. But I I do. You know, I'm a human being. I do that stuff. Yeah. So it is what it is. I try to stay away from it, but I mean, we we always say like, but we're running, so it's okay. Everybody <laughs> says that to me too. Right? It's okay it's to not, pig out. It? You're no, if you're a runner. My brother says that all the time. He says I'm a proven guy that can do 50 miles a week and be a fat pig. <laughs> okay. So yeah, and he eats a lot, and he's big. Okay, he's got a big old gut. Okay, so he's overweight. Right? Oh yeah, he's five six and weighs two fifty. Okay. So you can picture that. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Right now, yeah, I was, well, I don't want to say how much I did weigh, but I went down, you know, 145 or 150 pounds for a guy is light. Okay. And then yeah. Holly. Yeah. Yeah. That's light. light. I mean, yeah. I weigh, I'm like 170. No way. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Well, you said that on the air. Uh, I don't care. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm well, a size that's good. five, but I'm 170. Well, like, I'm, yeah. So I'm saying. Well, I I'm mean, 175. <laughs> so, uh, no. I'm, I'm 220. 220, yeah, I'm 175. How is that? We look the same, don't we? Kind of. How are you? Well, he's a lot. How and tall are you? Because he's like, what? 5'10? I'm, I'm six. Okay. Yeah, he's six a couple foot. inches taller. But yeah, I. At one point, I was up to 250. And yeah, then, you that's know what, what I, mean? I was at. You know, a little bit over that, but I don't want to tell you how much over that. But uh, you get you start losing weight because you find out you get faster. And when you lose weight, you do get faster. There's no two ways about it. You do get mm. faster, but you have to, you know, That's you have point. to be careful. You have to be careful because, you know, when you start getting a longer distance, it's when I got down to 145, 150, I tell you what, you, you lose st- stuff in your guts. You got to have some nutrition in you something besides lettuce you know that's all i did was you know lettuce yeah. lettuce and a tomato here and there an apple a day keeps the doctor away you know i'm a firm believer in that too by the way apple a day apple a day and a firm believer in her 10k a day 10k a day keeps the doctor away Damn. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. the 10K is what, five or six? Six, six point two. 6.2 miles. 6.2. Yeah. 10K a so day gives a doctor. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I do. I do. Uh, when I go out, believe it or not, a minimum, minimum I usually do in the mornings is uh, 10K, which is six mm-hmm. miles. Uh, rather walk, run, fast, jog, whatever. It's six miles. Six yeah. miles. I, I'm a firm. Okay, this is what I learned too. Man, I'm talking forever again. Um, the first the first half hour when you're running actually actually the first half hour i learned this through my own body the first half hour is great cardio there's no two ways about it great cardio great for you stuff like that but when you get past a half hour or 35 minutes that starts getting into the meat and potatoes that starts getting into your instead of just your heart and stuff like that it starts eating on your uh garbage yeah that's in your gut okay it starts eating on your fat it starts eating on your jelly belly it starts uh, you know whatever and uh, you know to this day you know everybody you know you can see what a guy does and what a guy does and what a gal does or whatever when they're running you know I still don't like you know I'm not 
I'm not a fat slob by a long shot, but you know, I don't like, I'm uncomfortable, you know, when I get to a starting line, take my shirt off, you know, like a lot of guys do, they run without their shirts on, you know. Uh, No, 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 no. I, you know, I still feel funny because, you know, I'm a guy, I got jelly, you know. Yeah. Jelly belly. (laughs) Well, you know, and I eat proper, but it's still there. You know, it's still there from when I was overweight and all that kind of stuff. And it probably ain't going to ever go away unless I... And I'm not going to crunch a million times to do that. No, I, you know, I'm not impressing anybody but myself. You know, I'm not, you know, that's the only person you got to really, if you, if you please yourself in life and you're happy with yourself, that's, (laughs) you got the world by the yin yangs, dude. Mm -hmm. If, and you can look at yourself and say, Hey, I'm proud of myself. Hey, I can do this. I can smile. Do this is what I tell everybody in the morning when you wake up, you brush your teeth or whatever, hopefully you brush your teeth, whatever, you know, and you look in the mirror and you smile and you say, this is going to be great today. I'm so lucky. Isn't this cool? And no, I'm not a real religious guy, but it is cool. Every heartbeat you take or you have is a miracle. You think about what happens. It's a miracle, man. When your heart pumps, it's a miracle out there, dude, that that's actually happened. Uh, And look at yourself and say, hey, what's going to happen today? The only thing that can do something to get me down is myself. Yep. That's it, myself. Mm-hmm. If and somebody's going to be yelling at me, it takes me to get down. Yeah, it doesn't take them because you don't have to listen to garbage. You can do, you can be in your own little world, man. Yeah. Your Cinderella world. And you don't have to listen to nothing, and it's beautiful. <laughs> you don't have to listen to this guy complaining because gas is too high. <laughs> Go to heck, buddy. <laughs> you know, go to heck, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. You don't need, I don't need to listen to that. Eat a, a big cabbage or some stuff, you know? Nothing yeah. better than that. So that's cool. No, I'm not a vegetarian by a long shot. So, but uh, I do eat a lot of veggies. I sure do. Uh, yeah. I sure do eat a lot of veggies. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. One, uh, one thing that you just said that, kind of touched on uh, something it reminded me of something i heard you know at one point which uh it's none of your business what other people think about you no you know what i mean yeah and it's really like none of your business so you can't even make it your business of and 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 that goes with like when you wake up in the morning and and being proud of yourself and 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 being happy and ready to face the day because if you're going to be worried about everybody's opinion about you. Exactly. You know. And you know, Eric, right now, I have some people in my life that I really cared about in the past that for some reason they get upset with. And you try and figure out why they're upset. And you ask them, you know, be honest with me. Yeah. Ah, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Ah, I don't want to talk about it. You know, uh, what are you talking about? You know, let's be honest with each other. Be honest with each other. Maybe I can correct what you think I'm doing wrong or because I don't understand. Or maybe you can explain your explain, point of view. Explain, of... yeah, explain something to me. Yeah. What's going I don't want to, you know, that's, you always, you never, this is what I tell everybody too, don't ever hang up on anybody. Don't, don't mm. do that. Don't just walk away. Don't tell them they stick it and leave. No, don't be doing that. You know, at least, you know, if you're having a disagreement, just say, I'm sorry. I did something wrong. You know, just eat it yourself. Forget it. Let's get yeah. over this. So let's move on and smile. Hey, life is good. You know, you don't have to be negative all the time. You know, and these, there's a few people out there in my life that I've tried to communicate with and for some reason they just I don't know why they're so down and I feel sorry for it because I try to be friends with everybody mm-hmm. everybody in my life I try to be friends with and uh, you know and some people for some reason don't want to 
do i don't understand i just don't understand it you know what i mean they yeah. just they just don't want to you know running to me running when you get into running teams and whatever you know you've got attitudes and all that kind of, you don't have to listen to attitudes or something like that but uh you know it is so great i ran with the team this is what's cool too uh i've got so many and i'm probably way way over my time but i'm telling you uh last <laughs> last week or last year excuse me last year i had the privilege of uh i had a team from uh virginia that heard about me Hey, Mad Dog, I heard you run. Yeah, well, you look... Okay, there's a Ragnar race in Grayling. Okay, we need another guy. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that was a running group from Virginia. Oh, wow. Ah, we heard about you. You want, <laughs> you want to take a third position in this relay? Yep. Nice. I'll be there. You oh, know, the you relay get, race. Relay race, yeah. So you hand off the Yeah, baton. yeah. And it was a 24-hour thing. And, you oh, know, wow. okay, there was five people, and you run seven miles, and then the other guy, you know, and he runs yeah. seven, and then you run three, and then whatever, and you keep going. But they needed another person. And they heard about me, and they got a hold of me, and so I drove down there, and I ran, I don't know, 30 miles or something like that. Nice. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool. That's what the running world's about. And this gal brought a sex chair. <laughs> no, that's a, no, 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 no. That's what I call it. You know, uh, a chair. And I laughed. I says, "What are you doing? Am I in a kinky group or something? Look like a sex chair, man. It was some kind of new, new fold-up chair or something." I don't know. <laughs> and I call it, I call it a sex chair. I says, "Oh my god, get that thing away from me, man! I'm seventy. I don't do this stuff no more. <laughs> no, get away from me, man!" But I, yeah, one thing I, you know, that I don't cigarettes. Uh, you know, just keep them away from me. Do whatever you want to. Uh, booze, I never mind booze, but cigarettes. No, cigarettes. I've watched too many people die, so yeah, it's, it's not cool. Cigarettes are not cool. Uh, sorry. No. <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Yeah, I, I'm an ex-smoker as well. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I did for 30 years until I found some light. And uh, no, 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 no. That, you know, when you watch your loved kids die, uh, not cool. I've repeated that a hundred times already. Mm. But uh, yeah, that is just horrid. Uh, just yeah. that bad, that bad. And I still miss my sister every day. So, uh, yeah, my little sister, she died at 62. And uh, that was three years ago. And oh, it hurts man. every day. Matter of fact, this space monkey, you know what I did? Oh, this is crazy. You guys think I'm crazy in the world? <laughs> no. Okay, yeah. After I get on my run, sometimes I light a candle and I ask my sister to move that flame. Hmm. Is that insane? No. Am I insane? I ask her, I said, sis, I know you're out there someplace, man. Hmm give me a sign baby you know well, <laughs> that yeah. kind of junk give me a sign man <laughs> show me there's life after this come on i love you you know i want to yeah. see you make that candle move <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah, i don't know if i'm insane whatever no i've done stuff like that for isn't sure. it cra- is, that's not crazy then I, I mean i think it's a pretty natural thing to is do. it really yeah yeah i thought yeah, i was a not? space monkey or something you know <laughs> space. what's wrong with this guy i don't do dope no more you got any weed no no that i don't, don't do have dope no more <laughs> no more <laughs> No, a buddy of mine tripped out on LSD for about three months, and that wasn't cool. He got it stuck in his tooth. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he flipped out, and uh, yeah, the uh, pill got stuck in his tooth, and it slowly fried his brain. So that's what I think of dope, okay? Whoa. So wow. I seen that, and uh, he was... <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning, he got his suit and tie on when it was thunderstorming out and went looking for a job. <laughs> on acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my and, it was, and he fried for uh, about three months. So, yeah. That's so, crazy. I've seen so much that ain't funny. So, yeah, that stuff is just, you know, 
Well, you guys can have all the fun you want. I have fun with what I do. You can have fun with what you do. But uh, whatever. I prefer mine. You can do what you want to do. That's fine. Do you do you ever get paid to run? Does I don't that, want does, that, does that make sense? Like like Yeah. Is there is, I have. Yes. Is there like yes. a, is there a way to to be like a pro runner? Yes. Uh, well, there's a way to be paid for doing what I do. Yeah. Like I've been sponsors offered sponsors or Oh yeah, I've okay. been I've had sponsors and stuff like that. I've had a lot of stuff like that. And uh do I want to bottom line is I don't want to make any money. Yeah. Uh, to me, believe it or not, here we go again, politics, money to me is the root of all evil. Mm, yeah. uh, money is yeah. just a terrible thing in our world today. It, everybody bases on it and it, greed mm-hmm. and it's just, it's a horrible thing. So that's that's not a part of it for you, which is... Oh, no, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't take it if I got it. I'm if I got curious, it, it you know, huh? I'm just always curious at like how people can like run full time and commit their lives to it and also have sponsors. to like have a job and a, you know like yeah. do all the well you got stuff. you got sponsors like shoe sponsors and stuff like that and uh, oh, okay. uh energy bar sponsors all okay. that kind of stuff yeah sponsors i had a sponsor while i swam across traverse city bay and i had a sponsor for that you know okay. i cuz they required a sponsor and somebody just paid my yeah a couple hundred bucks or something like that for me to swim across the bay uh that, that was a cool thing too that i did uh, Otsego Lake, you know, a gal said, oh, well, you run all these races, I bet you can't swim across Otsego Lake. I says, watch me. I said, you get your kayak out, baby, here we go. So uh, I did that just for the, just for something just, to do. Just for fun. Yeah, it took me, took me about three hours, something like that. So, oh my God. So, uh, you know, just for fun. To, to do something again uh you know that's what i do uh riding bikes i don't get into bikes too much triathlons i don't do too much triathlons i got you know it's just me i got a little trip on my shoulders from uh bicycles uh bicycles and me uh i don't it's just me like i said the more money you have the faster you're gonna be and i don't think that's right mm, yeah. you know i'm not fast oh, at all but I, i'm telling you if you've got if you're a guy like me that can afford you know uh, maybe a 500 hundred dollar bike if you if your wife doesn't kick your ass for doing it, you know, uh, and these other guys got these $10,000 bikes that'll go a lot faster than yours just at a normal same pace. It's just, just not right. Yeah. You know, that not that I want to win, but uh, it's just, no, I don't, no. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I, I don't mind riding bikes, but it's just not me. It's not the same as running. Oh, no. no. You have to, no, you have to push off to do yeah. that. That's the same, a lot of people say, well, I ride a bike, well, I swim, well, I do, well, I tell you what, swimming, riding bikes, almost anything, you can coast. There's a coast. There's no coast in running, guys. You don't, yeah. you don't, you don't stop pedaling for a minute and coast down the hill. No, that yeah. don't happen. Yeah. yeah, that don't happen. You got to yeah. keep going. So that's what I like about it. Too. Swimming, you can glide a little bit. You can get on your back, both a little bit. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So you can do that too. But I swim. I'd rather swim than ride a bike. I've been in a lot of triathlons. Uh, a lot of times I've been in relays and triathlons because people can't swim. Mm. Uh, am I fast? No. So when you when you're swimming. Like when you swam in Traverse City, did you have any type of life jacket or anything like that? Or do you just swim? You just swim. Damn. Wow. But you have somebody... In a kayak. Following. In case, in case you die. Yeah. And they yeah. have something to throw to you. Like if yeah. you're like, my legs... 
just yeah, aren't yeah. working anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. You got kayaks okay. and stuff like that, just in case you're dying or something, you know. So, uh, yeah, there's a pontoon boat usually that follows and mm. a big swimming group and the kayaks and stuff like that that usually follow. Um, uh, do I like it? Uh, I'd rather run, but, you know, yeah. swimming, a lot of times the guy bet me I couldn't swim two miles in a race and I did that, you know. And I, <laughs> you know, ah, yeah, okay, fine. I'll be last. I don't care. You know, I'll, I'll be coming in. So I, you know, yeah. I did. So I was, what it is. So, it is what it is. Now, to swim across, I'm going to be swimming the gals, some gals at the swimming group. I swim two miles every, uh, well, a mile and a half probably. Every uh, Thursday morning at 6 o'clock in the morning, I go to the pool in uh, Gaylord for something different to do, and I swim a couple miles every Thursday morning. Um, and the gals there wanted me to get a group together to swim around Mackinac Island, so we're going to be doing that this year. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> Holy shit. Just for something to do. You know, it's kind of fun. How many miles He's is just it around bored. the island? No, it's eight miles, but I'm only going to, no, this is a relay. You can do with either oh, the whole okay. eight miles. I'm only going to do, well, three. Yeah. So I'm going to do three miles. So Jeez. it is what it is. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> no, I just swim. Up. No, I'm not going to be Johnny Weissmiller. You guys probably don't even know Johnny Weissmiller. No. Tarzan? Oh, no. I mean, I'm in the younger generation. Look at this. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Uh, Tarzan. Uh, Jack Lane. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No, uh, no. I'm a guy that'll get forward. I swim forward. forward? <laughs> I keep going. Yeah, <laughs> I keep going and going and going. But I'm not fast. I'll get there. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> how okay? So Holly and I were talking about this. How often do you change your shoes? Like, oh, yeah. get new okay. shoes. <laughs> okay, you listening, honey? Uh, okay, last, uh, about five years ago, uh, <laughs> she heard my phone conversation to a shoe company that I was buying shoes from. I was over $5,000 in shoes. So usually every 300 miles. Between 300 and 500 miles, you change shoes because no matter how good they look, their cushion is gone. Okay. And uh, so, how many? Because because Holly was saying what three months, five months? That's what a no, lot no, no, of no, no, no. have told me is that yeah, three to four months. You months? Be no, no, no. Out. You don't go by the months. You go by the miles. Okay, you go by the miles. Definitely between I mean, that three. Make sense. Miles. But three between three hundred and five hundred miles. Mm-hmm. Months don't mean nothing. Yeah. Don't mean nothing. Because if you run yeah, one time sense. in a month, or you know, mm-hmm. so and I've got people that'll show you on the phone what to buy and what not to buy by your foot you tell them what your foot looks like what wears on your shoes they'll tell you exactly what to buy if you know i don't want to play sales or nothing like that but in my average pair of shoes you know you can of course sky's the limit with shoes right now i'm running in a in a brooks that's cost me about 100 110 dollars a pair uh i was running in some uh asics that were about 170 dollars a pair but they became a little bit different for my feet after years of running in them you know the same kind and i usually go through about (laughs) <laughs> honey you there <laughs> i usually go through about four pair a year four or five pair mm-hmm. uh, that's what i usually go through and when you know uh my wife or friends of mine uh when your shoes still look good and stuff like that you can box them up and you can send them to kenya or whatever uh there's uh shoe place to africa oh okay. for kids that can't afford shoes you oh, take them cool. to the shoe stores mm-hmm. a lot of shoe stores running fit and traverse city and stuff like that boxes up used shoes that look decent yet and they oh. send them off to places that they can't wear sho- or buy yeah. shoes so it's kind of cool that's, that's cool. cool yeah that's wow. kind of cool mm-hmm. hmm, interesting i like that yeah so <laughs> so um 
Yeah, six, I, I, six hours later. I don't know how long it's been going for, but I mean, it's definitely the longest that we've done. Yeah, isn't this crazy? You <laughs> yeah. guys didn't think? Did you guys think this had happened? Well, we hoped that it would be a long one. We I, actually talked. Are you about kidding it. me? I kind of expected it to be a long one. Did you? I did. Yeah, I did. You know, I ain't even half a quarter what I could talk about. You know that already. Well, that's why we got to have you back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But I tell you, you know, uh, yeah, running is my life. You already heard that a gazillion times already and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, uh, it's fun every day. Just make sure to enjoy every day. That's all. So uh, I'll try and shut up now. I wish I mentioned all the names of I knew, but if I did that, I'd have to have a great big giant book. Uh, I love everybody out there. You know that. So uh, uh, yeah, hugs to everybody and all that kind of stuff, especially my bride out there is probably waiting for me, wondering what's going on right now. So, uh, yeah, that's my girl. She's been We've been married for over 40 years now and whatever. So it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. That's yeah, awesome. And she's, I kind of like her, yeah, and she kind of likes And I did buy her some flowers today just for the heck of it. That's what you do once in a while. So, that's what you do once in a while. Once in a while, you buy her flowers. You go, hey, baby. She says, yeah, what's this for? I'd rather have something to eat. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, that's what it's about. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> well, I think we should... Uh, Wrap I, her up. I'd love to do some more runs with you in the future. Yeah, that'll happen. And, and maybe um, even do like a race with you. Sometime. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. That'd be yeah. That'll happen. This is fun. This is always fun. I, I live this stuff. You know that. Yeah. So, that's all. Uh whatever well dave it's it's been an honor it's been a, it's been a, it, it, i swear to god it's been an honor it's an you are this is insane isn't you it? are an inspiration to me okay absolutely yeah, and 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 i hope that you will be to more people around here as well and i'm sure that you already are and i'm oh, just thanks. we're just learning about you and so it's it's been great so far and i i just i just love what you're doing thanks yeah rock and roll everybody hell yeah <laughs> all right thanks guys for listening peace rep your set is a production of quo Vadis records all content is for entertainment purposes only follow rep your set on itunes and spotify and don't forget to like share subscribe and review for any questions email us at rep your set with eric dane jacqua at gmail.com you can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to 